day, you know what that means. Welcome to the show. You are listening to Match Wrestling episode 309. Welcome to the show. This is your captain speaking along with the podcast machine, Mike Larkin and King Mo the Second, Moses Marquez. That's right. Good morning. How we doing? How we doing? Good. It's a good day, man. It is good. Well, I'm off for five days, so I'm all about it. So. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, the sun's out here in uh, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. The reason why I say that is because you got the snow over there. It's not cold. We're getting a lot of rain over here, but man, the sun is shining. Birds are chirping. I can't go outside like Mr. Travis the Walker Anderson so you can hear the birds chirping, but I got to say, man, it's a good day here in Myrtle Beach, South Kakalaki. Well, we, we have like one snow day a year, so we've had, we've had that. We're good. Hey, man, <laughs> you're like... You're like Chris Elliott and Snow Day, man. The kids don't want to go to school. They're snow plowing, man. Taking it back to 2000 Nickelodeon. Y'all got that snow. I'm, you got more snow than Sting. I'm, I'm sure Florida get more snow than we do. Wait a minute. Did you really see that movie in theaters? That's Dead awesome. Ass. I saw it in theaters. And uh, then to dude. fucking top it off, to make it fucking worse, their projector <laughs> stopped working halfway uh, through the movie. And we had to wait 30 minutes. They were like, no, no refunds. We had to wait 30 minutes just to see the ending. I what fucking left. Uh, that's all right. That happened when I saw Charlie in the Chocolate Factory with the Johnny Depp version. Yeah, the fucking projector went. I hear you. Now you see, when that happened in in my place of work, we'd we'd give out free passes. See, see that's badass. That's badass. They don't do that here in the states. They don't no, do fuck that. no. They you, you we want the fucking popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to see the goddamn movie. So no, we got the fucking popcorn. You know what? Have a hot dog. <laughs> Go, go, go watch the movie. Yeah, that's the problem. Hey, ain't my problem. Uh, <laughs> exactly. not my, that's not my project to worry about. <laughs> What's the matter, you? <laughs> well, speaking of you know picture and sound, apparently we're all graphics and no charisma. You know, maybe maybe we should start uh, being charged rent for all that headspace we're living in. Ooh, ouch. Maybe I should show some charisma and just interrupt everyone so I can talk relentlessly for an hour nonstop. How's that? Uh, wait, you know, hold just... on. Hold it. Wait, we're, we're, we're not funny? We're, we don't have any charisma? That's not that's not true at all. I'm hilarious. I mean, I, I swore I heard that those graphics were groundbreaking a year and a half ago. And the last time I checked, uh, the fucking my my graphics are like a goddamn picture, and so are most other people's. So if you can't fucking do a goddamn thing, shut the fuck up. And it's not my fault that people know my name, and you wish they know your name. Yeah, that's right, not cool. a flex. No, no, that's not a flex. Keep that's moving. not cockiness. That's confidence. Anyway, how you doing? Keep it moving. Have Sorry, fun getting kicked off yet another show. Anyway, uh, so welcome back, Mike. Ah. It's good to be back, man. Looking to talk about the world in wrestling. I'll have some words to say at the end of the show in regards to why I was gone, man. But it feels good to be back. And I feel good in general, man. I feel like Mace feels so good. I'm talking about Bad Boy Records. Little Chuck Mangione up in there, man. Feels so good. I feel so good like Tony, Tony, Tony. Oh, it's a good day. Well, I mean, silver lining. We mixed things up a little bit last week. We had the Kingpin back. We had the Phoenix on a regular show. Yes. He wasn't asleep. And he wasn't asleep. He, he was actually Aired. on time. Aired, man. And, man, I can't wait to see if Nicola accepts. Oh, wait, no. She did accept. Excuse me. We she are officially going to get Amir and Nicola. That's awesome. She She's accepted in the group chats. She hasn't actually posted anything yet, but I'm sure it's coming. You got to make it Facebook official. That's the thing. Yeah, you, you got to make it Facebook official. Of course. You got to respect Facebook.com. <laughs> you got to respect Facebook.com. 
Well, uh, before we get in, we got two pay-per-views to predict this week. But before we get into all that, it's time for more graphics and no charisma as we recap the smack. <laughs> For the 278th week in a row, SmackDown opened with Roman Reigns, who, after another five-minute entrance, demanded to know who Edge chooses for WrestleMania. Speaking of such fresh, Dominic Mysterio, accompanied by his father, Ray, defeated King Corbin with a little assist from Papa Ray. Cesaro's sudden push continues with another clean win over Daniel Bryan, this time in four minutes. There's more issues between the Riot Squad and Billy Kay, as Billy Costliffe uh, sorry, Ruby Riot, a match against Bailey. As Bianca Belair prepares to choose her WrestleMania opponent, she's interrupted by Reginald and Carmella. In a match I watched on mute, Street Profits took over commentary from backstage for Otis and Gable versus Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler. And because it was on mute, I didn't even notice who won. In one of the most pointless segments I've ever seen in my life, Hulk Hogan weighed in on Edge's decision after a recap of his match against Andre the Giant at WrestleMania 3. And despite Sami Zayn's best efforts, Big E retained his Intercontinental, Intercontinental Championship in a triple threat match that also included angry Apollo Crews. And to close the show, before Edge could give Roman an answer, Kevin Owens surprised the big dog with a stunner. Yeah. All in all, it wasn't a bad show. <sighs> okay. It was just that Hulk Hogan segment, like, what the fuck was the point in that? You're that was way out of left field. Your tweets make it the best, though, Dads, because once you heard Dominic accompanied by his father, Oh, my God. Hey. He's just <laughs> Dominic's father now. Ah, yes. He's not 20-year veteran, Rey Mysterio. <laughs> Fuck no. The only thing I got from the Hulk Hogan segment was, well, don't you know something, brother? And you and I, that's my former tag team partner, dude. And I'm just like, oh, God. You know what? I, I completely forgot about that until Hogan said so. I was like, oh, shit, yeah, they were tag team champions. They Nobody cares. Nobody Chuck. remembers. They beat Billy and Chuck on the 4th of July, bro. <laughs> yeah, of course I it was 4th of July. I don't rat's ass. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Fuck. I it saw was... Hogan get on the screen, and I'm like, well... <laughs> Well, As did the whole Spongebob thing. Oh, it's time to get out of here. <laughs> the thing is, nobody even realized it was the anniversary of the match with Andre the Giant because before the show, they just announced, oh, Hulk Hogan's going to be on the show to uh, address the exactly. Edge's decision. Okay, why? Exactly why. <laughs> you didn't miss much with the Street Profits as well, commentary. Fam, oh, man, it was awful. Snap. Look at Otis go, brother. <laughs> It was awful. I've seen better YouTube commentary. Well, I mean, the only thing that really did pique my interest was I'm looking forward to when Apollo just goes buck wild on uh, Big E and just finally takes the Intercontinental. You know what, Mike? You know what was more interesting than that commentary? What's that? The dude with with the back of his head to the camera watching a match commentating on it. Ah, yes. Mr. Walker. The head. Yes. Um, as, you know, as far as Rey Mysterio and Dominic goes, it should have been announced as future Hall of Famer Rey Mysterio accompanying his son, Dominic. I'd yeah. rather take anything than accompanied by his father, Rey. <laughs> it, it was also the point that they had to point out it's his father, like we didn't know. Um, Not oh, just yeah, accompanied you know. by Rey Mysterio. That would be like David Flair being accompanied by his father, Rey. <laughs> yes. Or Charlotte, you know. Or Charlotte. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, but you know what it is too, man. There's not some bad stuff on SmackDown. I know you have a little, uh, you have a little thing, Dazzarino, about a uh, Roman starting the show every goddamn week. It, it, it's nothing to do with not liking Roman. It's just we we see we see this every single week. He has a five minute entrance, and then he talks I'm really quietly, and they keep boosting and lowering the crowd reactions that they pipe in. It's just terrible. You know what was interesting, too, because I did see people in the RWT group were like, why would Edge go to NXT? I'm like, well, he could challenge any for the title. And I'll be honest with you, a Finn Balor-Edge match would be really cool. And after that interaction last week, I wanted to see Edge and Karrion Cross. I would be all for that. But I think the mm-hmm. stance is that we're going to get Edge and Roman. And I'm all yeah. about it because we got Spear versus Spear, and Edge gets to put over Roman Reigns. Hell, if we're not going to get The Rock, Edge is cool. Uh, but Edge's Spear is weenie. I know. Well, all right, man. But still, it's it's a nice little build. It's a nice little attraction to it, you know. I always find his spear was kind of smooth because he sort of glides to the side as he lands. Uh, the Jeff Hardy one will always be my favorite at WrestleMania 17. That always sticks out, oh, and he does very Molly Wap. <laughs> coming from a dude, coming coming from an amateur wrestler and a former football player, like that's no, you, 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 the, <laughs> the wrong spear. <laughs> Best one is Bobby Lashley right now. And then he makes it cool because he fucking rolls out, not yes. falls on his knees like a fucking jerk. Hold on a minute, man. You're forgetting about something. What about Moose? Yeah, Moose no Jack. Yeah, Moose flips. Oh, that's right. Moose practically DDTs himself. Well, he's that, I was about to say, but that's because fucking Moose was an offensive tackle. He didn't know how to really tackle people. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, SmackDown is obviously more enjoyable than Raw, despite the... I don't know what it is. There's something about the piped-in crowd noise. It always sounds so much worse on SmackDown. Well, I did also yeah. enjoy Bianca Belair whipping Reginald with her hair. Yes, we haven't seen a hair whip for a long time. Yes. She whips her hair back and forth. She whips her hair back and forth. I'm, I am kind of getting annoyed with this Carmella constant button into Sasha Banks' feuds, though, because you've had three chances. She's beat you all three times. Mm-hmm. Let it go. It is frozen style. Yes, frozen know, style. Let right it go. All right, well, it's now that time of the week. We watch it so you don't have to. We're going in raw. So, Shane McMahon returns to announce that Drew McIntyre will defend the WWE Championship at Elimination Chamber, and all five of his opponents are over 40. Shane then left the building. This was literally the easiest shift of his of anybody's life. In a match straight out of 2010, two of those opponents did battle as Jeff Hardy tapped out to AJ Styles' calf crusher. Clearly, Sheamus is unhappy about the chamber match instead of facing Drew one-on-one and takes it up with Adam Pearce. With Mustafa, sorry, Mustafa Ali randomly yelling angrily on commentary, the New Day grabbed a win over T-Bag and Slapnuts. The, re- sorry, what? the rehash of Stephanie, Vince, and Trish from 20 years ago continued as Charlotte confronted Lacey Evans and Ric Flair. And it didn't take long for the two blondes to brawl. Lacey then won by DQ as Charlotte lost her shit, which in effect earned Lacey a shot at Asuka at Elimination Chamber. Edge announces he won't choose his opponent for WrestleMania until, elimin- until after Elimination Chamber before being interrupted by The Miz. The super famous rabbit guy is back again for reasons complete with socks and sliders as Damian Priest puts down Angel Garza. Keith Lee defeated Matt Riddle before both men were attacked by Bobby Lashley as a triple threat match for the US Championship is now official for Elimination Chamber. 
In a match that should have happened at TLC before WWE randomly shelved Lana with an injury angle, it was time for a tables match against Nia Jax, in which, as I'm sure you've heard by now, Nia hurt her hole. Before Lana pushed her through a table. Back from a break and the places have switched as it's <laughs> Naomi versus Shayna Baszler, but as Shayna is more concerned with Bully and Lana, Naomi catches her off guard with a win. And main event time, it's the 497th match between Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton. For reasons. It isn't long before Sheamus appears to distract McIntyre. Soon, Sheamus attempted a broke kick on McIntyre, but got Orton instead, handing Drew a DQ victory, which he responded to with a Claymore. Okay. Okay. It was Hold such on. a fresh week. Wait a minute. You you know damn well why that they did it for the 497th time. Because they love to hear the sentence rekindling their rivalry. It's a rivalry renewed! Because we yes. gotta big it up like That's that. That's their favorite buzzword. Oh, but no. Okay. It's a rivalry so, renewed. They, they, they literally had a title match three months ago. Shut up. So, so Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny. You know they're setting up. It's WrestleMania season. It's gonna be Bad Bunny and Damian Priest against Miz and Morrison. Yeah. And I don't care. What is with celebrities, man? We got we got Bad Bunny. We got Bow Wow now. Now one coming WWE. I'm I'm still baffled by how famous he apparently is, and yet seventy percent of people have never heard of him. Are we talking about Bow Wow or Bad Bunny? Oh, I know Bow Wow, but I still know him as I still know him as Little Bow Wow. Me too. Bounce with me. Bounce with me. Beware of dog, baby. Big Mama's house soundtrack. All right. So no. Like Mike, it's almost like MTV of buying Raw. That is true. It is. Well, we got freaking Cardi B wanting to go at it, you know, and the whole line. Her, she's a bigger loose cannon than Rebby Hardy. Okay, what about Angelina from the Jersey Shore? Who? The the chick that got into like Carmella or one of them, Angelina from the Jersey Shore. Who? Okay, I know she wrestled on an Impact once, man, in like 2010. Remember when they brought in all the Jersey Shore people and WWE got Snooky for WrestleMania? Well, yeah, I, rem- I remember that was because of Robbie E. and Cookie. Yes, that was why Angelina and 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 they because Robbie E. Rob Rob Echoes, aka Robbie <laughs> Robert Stone. The only one, the only one I remember them bringing in is Jay Wow. Jay Wow, Ufa, yeah. <laughs> and I still don't know who she is. <laughs> Jesus, no, it's. <laughs> I look at it from a stance too. Also, like I get the appeal and still, but bad, here's the thing about Bad Bunny. When they said Bad Bunny. I had no who, what idea who he was. And my dad, we're watching Royal Rumble. I haven't got a chance to say this. He comes out and he goes, who the hell is this? I'm like, Bad Bunny? I don't know who he is either. Apparently, he's very big in, in Latin, you know, in the Latin rap. And he's Latin. huge in the Latin hip-hop world. Yeah. Thank you. But he's only in the Latin hip-hop world. Nobody else yes. knows who he is. And here's the thing. I don't care that he's, you know, big in the Latin hip-hop world. That's cool. I don't care that he raps in Spanish. That's awesome. But nobody knows who the fuck he is. That's my point I was trying to make, you know? And it's just like, all right, I get it. Now, how much do you know about that? This thing, they bring in somebody, this, this, guy's, this guy's famous uh, in the tap dancing world. Okay, but nobody else knows who he is. <laughs> well, how much do you know? <laughs> well, well, Moses, how much do you know about Bad Bunny? Because I know well, Daz. I, know. I yeah. know besides his Booker T song, he has a big hit with Drake that he did a few years back that plays on the radio constantly. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I mean, never... he's he he's he's big. He's big because like he's done songs with American uh, artists. Because that's mm-hmm. how a lot of these fucking hip hop artists are get going nowadays. A lot of them are like, oh fuck it, we'll do a little random Latin hit, <laughs> and so they get a fucking geek like Bad Bunny or whatever. I mean, my wife fucking thinks he's cool. I think. 
I don't know. She's just like, I don't know why the fuck this guy's wrestling, but <laughs> she's like, I like his song. I'm like, that's cool. She's like, but I don't want to see him jump off of anything ever again. Okay. Uh, would you? Okay, hold on, Mr. Moses Marquez. Would you have rather have your wife, your lovely wife, talk about Bad Bunny, or would you rather sit through Total Divas? Ooh. You know what, dude? Total Divas ain't that bad. Yeah. That is true. You can just fast forward to Bella scenes. And just fast forward John Cena talking about the house rules. No, that's funny. <laughs> no, those are the best. <laughs> Any, anything anything John is does, bro, I'm fucking all ears. <laughs> Friggin' wanting to get rid of the dog because it bit him. He's like, hey, so we gotta get rid of this stuff. And the, but he's like, the way he like talks, he's like, so we gotta be very serious. We gotta, we gotta get, get, get rid of this dog. dog. This <laughs> can't be happening. He bit me. <laughs> I'm just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Well, at least we're gonna get Riddle, Keith Lee, and Bobby Lashley. I think that's gonna be a fun triple threat. Yeah. Um. I. I'm really not sure how it's gonna go, but I would like to see Matt Riddle win a title. Well, I think that Keith Lee's going to take the pin or the submission, and Riddle and Lashley will duke it out at WrestleMania. Uh, Oh, no, wait. They got Fastlane. Dude, they got Fastlane after the Elimination Chamber. I know. We've got two pay-per-views in between Rumble and Mania. Oh, fuck. Really? Yeah. Fastlane is in March. And what else? Then WrestleMania. We've got Chamber in two weeks. Oh, that's right. The Elimination Chamber. I I would honestly be okay if there was no pay-per-views between the Rumble and WrestleMania. I, that's kind of how it should fucking be. Well, I'll be honest with you. Looking at the papers we got coming up, I'm more looking forward to take over this Sunday than friggin' next yes. week. Yes, St. Valentine's Day Massacre. <laughs> vengeance Day, my that. ass. I love the Family Guy what meme. What the fuck is a Vengeance Day? With, uh, well, they had a pay-per-view vengeance. The craft It sounds like something fucking, uh, 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 goddamn Bruce Willis would say in a Die Hard movie. Die Hard. It's vengeance Day. <laughs> Live, die, or free hard. Wait, what? what? <laughs> just, Here's the just thing. Just call it Die Hard 4. Wait, hold on a second. I got something to say about that one. So that was <laughs> Live Free or Die Hard with Justin Long and Bruce Willis, you sons of bitches. Hey, I will defend I, that one. I enjoyed it. Me too. I actually saw that one in the theaters. The fifth one is dog shit. Much. Yes. I don't, I don't even know what the plot is for the fifth one, and I've watched it twice. Ah, uh, twice. I, haven't gotten, <laughs> I don't just, even want to. Don't even want to do it's it. just Bruce Willis and his grown-up son shooting everybody. But at least Live Free or Die Hard had a point, and you had Justin Long, yeah. you know, trying to crack the codes, and then you had the chick that played Gwen in Sky High Mikey off the Q. Disney movie. Oh yes, beauty and beauty, Timothy Oliphant. How can you? What more do you want? Yes. Plus, Happy I freaking love that scene where he literally throws a car at a helicopter. It was the shit. <laughs> Oh. Okay, it's time for a little more wrestling talk. Uh, but if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you like and subscribe. If you're watching on Facebook, like and share. And whatever podcast platform you may be listening to, don't forget to follow and subscribe every single week to take it to the max. And before we get into Impact, it is time for a promo exhibition. Exhibition. And don't forget, next week, one of the legit toughest human beings I've ever known, Robert Davis, makes his return for a first-time ever exhibition with Cypher. Uh, we've okay. we've seen Robert pop up a few times over the past year, despite all the multiple health battles he's gone through. But now he's ready to get back to this crazy promo order. Um, but first, crazy. this week it's a non-title exhibition as Daniel Crimmins called out the new promo champion, the Phoenix. And I've got battles coming up with both of these men, so trust me, I'll be watching and listening very closely. <laughs> <laughs> 
Do I have everybody's attention now? I feel a little recapping is in order. Because it would appear so. Now, for those of you who aren't caught up yet, over the past week or so, I made quite a bit of history, haven't I? I retained the Knowledge Championship. I also regained the Predictions Championship. And in just under a year, I went from being one of the biggest underdogs in Max history to promo champion. Becoming the first person to hold three championships simultaneously. Now I knew winning all these would put a bit of a big target on my back. And in less than 24 hours, it's proven to be true. Moses declares his rematch. And Daniel Crimmins challenges me to an exhibition. Daniel Crimmins. The so-called best face in the business. To be honest, not expecting you to win many people over with that moniker. Now, why you called me out, I don't know. But I do appreciate the warm-up before promo mania. But do you know what happens when you cross the demon, huh? Ask Corey or Cypher. Ask Moses. You're out of your league, man. You're out of your league. And you made a grave mistake issuing this challenge. Because everybody burns! Congratulations to you. And I mean it. Congratulations. Very impressive. Very impressive indeed. Now, see, I've sat back for a while. And I have watched your work. I gotta, gotta admit, I've been very impressed. Now, you see, some people have said there need to be more challenges. There need to be more people calling out this person and that person. And I agree with them. So then that made me stop and think. Better to challenge. 
Ooh, better indeed. So then I thought, who could I challenge? I already called out the captain, the shape, the jester, whoever he's going to be today. I'll get to him in due time. And I was looking for something new. And I thought to myself, I faced Moses, I have faced Travis. There's a couple names I haven't faced. And in due time, I will. But then I realized, who better to call out than the champ? Now, I know that this is not a title match. And that's fine. I don't want it. I don't need it. You see, to me, and I have said this multiple times, to me it's just a thing. Not on my radar. Doesn't interest me. What does interest me are the people who challenge for it. You're a very peculiar person of interest. You sit there and you tell people, welcome to my domain. I believe you refer to yourself as the demon of the Welsh Valley. I'm going to give you a little, little bit of history. A little bit of personal history. My family Although majority of them are from Ireland. There is a good chunk from the Welsh Valleys. And you tell people to welcome to your domain. Another circle of hell. Maybe that's what you bring. But what happens when somebody walks into your domain willingly? Walks up to you. And isn't going anywhere. What happens when one man decides to walk into your domain and wants to see what you can do? see, I don't dislike you. I respect you. I want to see what you can do. I am very sure that we will meet again down the line. Maybe title match. Maybe not. But you have piqued my interest. Welcome me to your domain. I'm already here. And I'm not going anywhere. You see, I've got a plan. A roadmap, if you will. And you are just a stop on the roadmap. You're a stop on the journey. 
you see, there are different types of people in this world. And I want you to, I want you to understand this point perfectly clear. There are people that want to destroy just for the sake of it. There are people that just like to watch the world burn. But then, Phoenix, and this is the part I want you to listen to very, very carefully. You have people that want to push buttons just to see what will happen. You'll have that person that'll see, they'll walk into a room and they'll see a bunch of buttons. And they'll think, well, what does this one do? What does that one do? I'm that type of person. I want to see what you'll do. You see, now that you're the champion, you've got to realize that the chase is on. Now that you're the champion, you're going to have to bat away challengers left and right. Never know where a challenge is going to come from. Could be some of you paced before, possibly, or maybe it'll be somebody close to you. Might want to start thinking a little bit carefully there. Again, I have no doubt we will meet again. I am in your domain, and I'm not going anywhere. Nice. <laughs> it's the greatest trilogy ever. Bully Ray Say and Taz My Balls, Shelly Martinez and her awful match with Rebel from the uh, friggin' One Night Only pay-per-views, talk about my vag, and now we got my hole with Nia Jax. I'm going to say this right now. When she said that, I was like, yes, please, but now I had to frame myself after she said that. So it's one of those no. things where I look, hey, man, you know us BBWs. Don't act, don't know. The man in mirror was like, yo, I'm on the way. I'm on the way. I'm on the way. You know what you need to uh, to top it off? Yes. Is Dewey. My ass. No, the thing, too, is, like, okay, I was right there with you. Like, if you had any pay-per-view to put it at, why not TLC? You've had this for months and months and months, and then you finally build it just because we have a tag title match coming up with them against Naomi and Lana. So Lana gets... Oh, hey, Charlotte's ready to come back. Okay, bye, Lana. (laughs) Exactly. So they do the spot. She misses the leg drop. Hardest part of the ring. I get it. Selling it, the fact that she landed on her buttocks. But I was not expecting my hole. And then Lana has that look like... Now, I know you listened to this, Mr. Moses Marquez, on figure four. Brian Alvarez talking about this. And Lana's like, oh, my God. And then she just shoves her right through the damn table. Yeah, but then the fucking goddamn table doesn't break. I know. I mean, obviously, obviously that was the planned finish. But I don't think it was planned for her to scream out, my hole. My hole. (laughs) I don't fucking know, but it was it was probably the best thing Nia Jax has done in fucking almost a year, oh, I'll tell you that. Well, I mean, you know, like, 
I listened to fucking Brian and they did their thing, but to be honest with you, my credit goes to fucking Jim Cornette because like I I listened to the drive through, <laughs> and fucking hell, he's all calling her. He's she's like it's like three hundred and forty pounds, and somehow can't break the fucking table. I'm just like <laughs> Jesus Christ, but is he wrong though? <laughs> Well, she reminds me, it's like, here's what Nia Jax reminds me with her weight and her stature. She's like awesome Kong, but with no talent. Thank you. You're welcome. And taller. Yes. I mean, no disrespect, taller, but somehow still the same width. Uh, hey, you're telling me, bud. Like, if she wasn't The Rock's cousin, she would not be there. She would not no, be I mean, there. she would be in NXT enhancement talent. Well, that's not true. They'd probably just push her because she's big in NXT. Yes. Which they did. Um, and remember, she's like Eva Marie's bodyguard in NXT for a brief time. Do you remember that, Des? Mm-hmm. I f- yeah. try to forget Eva Marie's entire time in NXT. <laughs> oh, well, fucking don't forget about her because she looks to be on her way back with whoever this fucking wannabe Brock looking dude is. Oh, I saw that. <laughs> that Parker guy, yeah. He's fucking massive. Was he a I, wrestler? I think so. Because I don't recognize him. Parker he, Horton, Trust me, I watch, I watch a lot Isn't of he, amateur uh, wrestling. former football player? Okay, then that that explains. He might be a football player. Then I don't have to look this fucking guy up. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously, Nia... all I know is this fucking dude looks. He looks like fucking. He does look like he would be genetically Brock Lesnar's son. Yes, Parker <laughs> Bordeaux, former American football player. Yep. Holy hell. Mm-hmm. Have you seen this? He... Look at the size of that fucker. Yeah. He also looks like he could be Gordon Ramsay's son, but on steroids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. All he did was eat fucking red meat, maybe. <laughs> yes. Why? Well, we don't need no sandwich. goddamn vegetables. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was an old lineman. Mm-hmm. Now you're talking my status. Now I like this guy. Uh, so obviously Nia Jax ran out of people to injure, so she injured herself. Yes. Naturally. All right. Now, predictions time. So impact in three, two, one. Right, uh, do you know what? I'm looking at the card. We got nine matches for oh, wow. No Surrender. Um, obviously there is a big main event with the Good Brothers. Um, also a world title match. Uh, happy birthday for Sunday, Tommy Dreamer. Yeah. But let's kick it off with the. I think this is the latest match that was added um, this past week. Jake something versus Dina. <laughs> No, that's dude. That's his legit. That was his legit name on the yeah. Indies. He was Jake something. So now we're getting now, now rid of Jake something, Jake, and now he's being a badass that he is. He's being that badass Jake something that we've seen in AAW in Chicago. Like he, this is this is who we're gonna see. This Chicago. is no cousin. Yes, this is no cousin, no cousin <laughs> Jake. This is Jake something ready to put a whooping on Dina. And I know he's no longer Cody Dina. It's just Dina, right? Yeah, it's just Dina now. Okay. Even though um, Mickey Rourke and. Woody Harrelson got to keep their full names. He's just Dean. <laughs> Fucking. All right, I'll let you guys go first, and then I'll give my prediction. Um, I I just think it's cut and dry. Dina gets the win. Yeah. Seems about right. I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I know Jake's going to be looking for revenge, but I don't think they take him as seriously as they take Dina. 
I look at it from a stance where you're going to keep progressing this. And like I said, for me, I'm looking forward to seeing Jake come out of his shell. So I don't think Jake something's going to win, but I think he's going to get a little something-something in there. R-O-C-K, with you, baby. Maxwell, Urban Hang, sweet, hello. But in this case scenario, and I digress, I have to say Diener with some chicanery, maybe some tomfoolery, dare I say shenanigans. Gets shenanigans, Wayne. Sabotage. Look, looking at the yes. card, um, Diener does have Eric Young and Joe Doring in his corner, but there's nobody in Jake something's corner. Oh, well, I'm still going Diener, though, man. I'm still going Diener. Maybe I roll up with the tights. Maybe some. Maybe the Diener DDT. I don't the know, man, but I got to go Diener. The tights. Now, I'm not exactly sure how the hell this one's going to work because he didn't explain it. Um, but it, the first ever triple threat revolver. What? To determine what? the number one contender for the X Division Championship. Um, so it's a triple threat revolver. No triple idea triple. what it is. But it's Ace Austin versus Blake Christian versus Chris Bay. Versus Davari versus Josh Alexander versus Suicide versus Trey Miguel versus Willie Mack. Holy hell! What the shit? So there's, <laughs> there's eight guys in the match, and it's a triple. There's only like revolver. six shots in the fucking revolver. <laughs> yeah. How? Well, the or, like, or is it like six of them and two start in the ring? <clears throat> I, I know they didn't explain it. They, they just said first ever triple foot revolver. Okay, how's it work? Okay, what the fuck is it? A triple threat. Okay, I'm really fucking confused now. <laughs> this is definitely an elimination match then, right? The The only thing I can think of would be kind of like a gauntlet, but it's always triple threat rules. I can dig that. Like, yeah, but like whoever loses and then in comes the next person and pretty much just like the last man standing. Yeah. Or whoever wins the last fall. That's retarded. That's dumb. That's very convoluted. What's I apologize if that word offends anybody, but Jesus we're, uh, criminy. We're that back, is really we're, dumb. We're back in the mid-2000s territory of TNA where they tried to be creative. Oh, like the reverse battle royal where they fight on the outside, then they get in the oh, ring? Yeah, no. or the queen of the cage where they fight on the outside of the cage and try to get in the cage to start a one-on-one match. Was what? that the King of the Mountain? No, King, King of the Mountain was... Basically, a ladder match without everybody being eligible. Yeah, queen, queen of the cage. cage. So it was six sides of steel. All the women fought on the outside, and then the first two to get in the cage went one on one. I forgot about that. <laughs> See, stuff that, that I don't need in my memory that you just. <laughs> <laughs> no, the king of the mountain was really cool because it was a, that... it was a five way ladder match, but you had to pin or make an opponent tap out to be eligible to hang the belt rather than take it down. Oh, okay. I got it. Did you? So here's what it is. I clicked on the triple threat revolver on Wikipedia. Here's what it says. It goes to a gauntlet. Yeah, or a turmoil match. Okay. So yeah, I I think we've cracked it. Yep. It begins with a triple threat and then it's elimination, but there's always three people in the ring. Well, see, we're fucking smart. Impact isn't because we had a fucking, they made us fucking have to figure it out, (laughs) assholes. It's some Vince Russo shit. Fucking A. Um, so as far as predictions go, out of, out of those eight people, uh, they're pushing the hell out of Trey Miguel, so I think he's got to be the hot favorite to win. I am going to go with Just light Cody. You. I'm going to go with light Cody, Trey Miguel. <laughs> Oh, hold on. I got to say it just because my main man, Mr. Moses Marquez, is on the line. The Fresh Prince of Midair. No. Jamie. Yes. <laughs> no. Knock it off. Uh, you hate that name okay, so much. So I'm going to be super fucking honest here. I was more baffled by what the hell we were these rules were and what the fuck this match was called to even pay attention 
to anybody <laughs> else besides Trey Miguel in this goddamn match. Wait a minute. Well, no, I heard fucking suicide. Uh, Ace Austin, Blake Christian, Chris Bay, Davari, Josh Alexander, Suicide, and Willie Mack are also in the match. Is there any like, uh, is, for the, is this for the X division title? It's for the number one contendership. Number one. Ooh. Okay. Then yeah. Okay. Trey Miguel. Ah fuck. I was really hoping Willie Mack, but no, I can see it beating Trey. They he just signed. They're trying to push him. Yeah, and he was on fire this week. Yeah. Well, I'm last well, week. <laughs> one other thing I gotta say. Because we were joking about the name, Mr. Mr. Retro Rewind over there. You still got Mr. Hole-in-One Bill Eady to come on your WCW Retro Rewind. So God. be ready for that. Yep. Oh, God. I'm already, like, fucking... Ugh, this last Nitro was so goddamn rough to watch because it was, like, the first NWO real invasion. And it was so fucking boring. <laughs> oh, man. I'm, I'm going to be yelling at a microphone. All right, well, let's go to the X Division Championship, which is TJP defending against Rohit Raju with, oh, Mike, you missed this last week, with Mahabali Shira in his corner. I saw it. He came back. Mahabali Shira. Come back to India. Shira am I. You know what I'm saying? He can't speak a damn worth of English, but God damn it, that dude is funny. So <laughs> I w- did, did he do the wiggle again? Did he do the wiggle? Or is he just like, I'm mean, he, I'm Shira? Yeah, he's just a mean bodyguard now. But he's just like mean. Yeah. Here's the thing. That dude has the size and stature, but he fucking sucks in the ring. He goes to NXT. <laughs> he didn't even get on TV in NXT. No, they fucking fired. Here's the thing. I think they did one angle where I forgot who it was that was in the performance center beating everybody up. He was one of the guys that they beat up in the performance center. And that was the only time you ever saw fucking Sheer on NXT TV because they're like, man. Oh, that's know. right. Yep. He sucks. And then they got rid of him. Like, he wasn't progressing. And now Impact said, come back. Not to any. Oh, he wasn't progressing. Have you seen anybody fucking progress in the goddamn PC? Look at fucking Aaliyah, for fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, man, you hate Aaliyah. Dude, I listen no, to okay. No, okay. Hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't, don't go that far. I don't hate I don't hate her. I feel sorry for the poor girl, okay? <laughs> if she could just get, like, six months in the L.A. dojo with Shibata, I guarantee you she'd be fucking leaps and bounds. Leaps and bounds better. She's been there for years, though, man. Ever six since, Six like, years. The... Yep. Six fucking years. Honestly, what? I still don't think she's as bad as even Marie or uh, Cameron no, was. No, and I, I mean, but that's, I mean, that's, God, that doesn't, again, that does not help the fucking performance center out, though. <laughs> Wait a minute. Eva Marie was training with Brian fucking Kendrick, and she still sucked. And she mm. killed Carmella almost. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, we didn't really see Brian much of Brian Kendrick after that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's went into hiding. Oh, shit, people know I trained her. He went and stuck his and head then, in the sand. And, and Arian Andrew will always and forever suck for trying to pin the way she did on Naomi and the fact that they brought her in AEW. And I, I didn't know. Wow. It was all bad. Now, um, this one I'm having difficulty predicting because TJP hasn't been champion for that long. But mm-hmm. they've added a new dimension to Rohit's character now with Mahabali Shira in his corner. Uh, and obviously the whole point of the whole TJP thing was that we... Um, well, we didn't know, but we weren't supposed to know that it was Manic. No, you really. <laughs> so, I think I'm gonna go TJP to retain. But then mm. that kind of defeats a babyface winning a number one contendership. 
But TGP can be a bit of an asshole, so I'm, I'm going to stick with TGP. I'm like, I, he, he is an asshole, according to Harold Joseph Hunter III, who at one point in time actually worked with him during his young career. Um, I mean, why would you fucking debut a gigantic bodyguard dude for not for no fucking reason? Or re-debut, I should say. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I get what you mean. Like, fucking TJ's only had... TJ's only had the belt for, like, not even two months yet. It's only been... Yeah, it's, it's been a little while. Um, Fuck it, give me TJP. All right, Mike? I will say this. Well, TJP's going to be a father on the way because he's having a kid. Him and uh, Arya Blake, who is also a former professional wrestler. She's an MLW. Okay. He's got a kid on the way, man. Is it his or is it Mannix? <laughs> nice. Okay, you got me on that one. Nice. going to walk so, in with the mask. Whose kid is this? <laughs> Whose kid is this? Whose baby is that? Gator's bitches better be wearing jimmies. The other guys, Will Ferrell. Oh, yeah. So, no. Okay, you open up Pandora's box. Back to TJP and Rohit Raju. Yo. <laughs> uh, Rohit Raju. This is not the new guys. I mean, we've seen Rohit Raju and Mahabali Shir as a part of the Desi hit squad with Gama Singh, who was uh, the father of Raj Singh, who was also in the Desi hit squad. So they're putting a little Desi hit squad reunion back with Shira as the muscle. Uh, TJP doing the damn thing. And personally for me, since we said Trey Miguel's going to win the number one contendership, I could see him going against TJP, high octane aerial assault. And like you said, TJP just got the belt back. So I'm going to say through hook or by crook and distracting and getting rid, and dare I say dissipating, of Mahabali Shira, I got to say TJP retains on that boy Rohit Raju. And I love me the Rohit Raju, but I got to go TJP. Okay, so so far a full house for every match. Let's, uh, well, Travis is near, but I know who he's going to pick for this one. Texas Tornado no DQ match for the Impact Knockouts Tag Team Championships. Fire and Flavor defending against Havoc and Nevea. Fire and Flavor. Yeah, honestly, I'd, I'd pick them too. Um, I was yeah, wrong same. in thinking Havoc and Nevea were going to win the finals. Mm-hmm. And I can't see the titles changing already. So, yeah. Fire and Flavor. No, no. Not happening. A little bit of F and F. Alright, alright, alright. I see what you did there. <laughs> okay. Oh man, okay. Six person tag team match. Tennille Dashwood and Triple XL versus Rosemary, Crazy Steve, and the newest member of Decay, Black Taurus. Black Taurus. Yeah, Black, Black Taurus. Where do okay. I recognize Black Taurus from? He's from AAA. He actually did a couple Impact shows when they were in Mexico. He wrestled on their tapings. I figured that's where I knew him from. I was like, is this dude from Mexico? Because yep. he looks like he's from Mexico. <laughs> yeah, he did. The, he was on their last um, tapings for Mexico. Yeah, he competes a lot in Lucha Libre AAA worldwide. Yep. Oh, wait, hold on. He was previously known by the ring name Machine Rocker. Does that ring a bell, Moses? Machine Rocker, Machine Rocker. Hold on. I'm doing research now. Oh, he's been that on That sounds familiar. Oh, he's been on MLW TV. He's been on Pro Wrestling Gorilla. Ah, there we go. That's where I recognize him from, PWG. Yeah, he yep. teamed with Laredo Kid and Puma King against Mexiblood yep. Bandy. All right. That's where it is. I'm like, nope, I know I know him as Black Taurus. So I'm like, I just don't know where. And I was like, it can't I mean, I'm sure it was AAA, but honestly, and I love I love my Lucha Libre. Motherfuckers, y'all blend, okay? Y'all blend together. I can't recognize some of y'all, okay? 
I fucking love the 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 the, the, the clown circus. I love them cats, those dudes, because they're unique. They're all fucking crazy in the head, but they're unique. But okay, yeah, no, Black Taurus, PWG. That's where he put on. That's where he puts on his best stuff. This man said they all blend together. <laughs> they do. <laughs> they fucking do, bro. And I mean, because I, I've been watching a little bit too much AAA. I have the, I guess, the luxury. Because uh, Verizon allows you to have this, uh, they just fucking put it on your phone all of a sudden if you have a Samsung. I just fucking swipe left and there's goddamn TV. So I'm like, oh, right on. <laughs> so I'm watching fucking TV. And one of the goddamn channels is uh, fucking, it's like a AAA thing. And it's all the time. And I'm like, all right, whatever. So I'll randomly watch it. And it's just like, I'm like looking at it. I'm like, hey, isn't that? Oh, no, that's this guy. And I'm like, but he looks just like fucking that guy. Okay. How the fuck so you tell these fucking guys apart? So you would be correct on that because I believe I used to get it on cable. It was like an all like you said all day AAA. I believe it was Gala was the name of it or something like that. Something like that. But no, this is this says it just says like AAA Lucha Libre as the okay. channel name. All right, cool. But yeah, there was something that we had back in the day it was Gala, and all it had was like Lucha Libre wrestling for like. 20 yeah, that's years. actually yeah, and most of it was CMLL. Yep, you're right. Yeah, it's a channel I have as a, I had as a kid. All right. Well, I mean, he does look kind of frightening. I'll give him that. He is. He's he's a, he's one of the uh, they one of the strong mans of Mexico, if you will. Um. So, simple decision for me. I go with decay. Well, yeah. <laughs> yes, <Duh>. decay. <laughs> And I like Triple XL. I like Big AC Romero and Larry D, but I don't see them getting the dub here along with um Tennille. That is a great. I think I've missed, they are. I think I've missed why they're teaming up with Tennille. I don't know because totally they're forgot. two fat guys. You need a hot girl. Yeah, right. fair enough. That's how it works. Well, they need the muscle. You know what I'm saying? If the beautiful people needed cute Kip, some you know oh, they need. Oh boy. That, yeah, right. I'm telling you. <laughs> wow, that shit was bad. Oh. Yes. <laughs> okay, yeah. I used to actually try to watch during that time because I was like, dude, the beautiful people—they—they were like that faction where I like you wanted to hate them, but I was like, why is nobody else doing this? Well, then WWE did Lay Cool with Michelle McCool, and yeah, and then that was retarded. This was at least like good for a little bit, right? And, uh, and then they tried to bring it back to Ring of Honor, and that was just all about pushing Angelina. Oh yeah, my god, show off her ass. And that's why Madison Rain left because she wanted to be a part and like to do the Beautiful People reunion. But like they're like, no, we're gonna have this group with Angelina and Velvet Sky, and we're gonna put in Mandy Leone to give Mandy Leone a push. And I love me some Mandy Leone, but I mean, hey, why is Angelina always a focal point? She's not even the best out of the group. Uh, she's okay, man. I'll be honest with you. You know what I'm saying? I like me some Mandy Leone. She has her moments. I'll be honest, where she has her hotness. They're like when she's like not wearing makeup. Like, I can't. <laughs> I don't, and I'm not trying to be mean, but there's some moments where she's like, "Damn!" And then there's other moments, and it's like, "Whoa!" It's like she's still in that. Tommy there's other moments window. where she looks like the Wyans brothers and white chicks. Oh yes, mm, that's awesome, dude. She looked like fucking when she was a winter and the zombie look. It's like we've been lovers for such a long time, and you know. And I'm like, what? Whoa, <laughs> fucking hell! That was. Line. They were lovers in a different dimension. It was Ultimate Warrior esque, like when Hogan was the only one could see her in the mirror. Angelina Love was the only one could see Winter in the mirror. And then she became, she, she was alive. Can't, they were the tag champs. This, this happened. Can we all just agree Velvet Sky was the highlight of the beautiful people? Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Bully Ray, what the fuck, man? 
Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> the wrong one. All right, uh, what else we got? We got Eddie Edwards and Matt Cardona versus Brian yes! Myers and Hernandez. I'll, okay, Mike, you take it first. Bro, Ryder, Hawkins, Brian Myers, Brett Matthews, Cardona, and Brian Myers. I am so happy, man. That's the L.I. right here, man. But we also got the stance of Matt Cardona. He's always ready. He's teaming with Eddie Edwards because of that goddamn Brian Myers and his whole thing with his eye. And he got, he got Brian Myers and Hernandez. Two tag teams, you know what I'm saying? We got LAX and we got on the other side. Here's my thing for me. You put these guys together, Myers and Cardona, Hawkins and Ryder, whatever you want to do, Heat Stroke, Prince Charles as their manager, I love it. But then also what you got here is a stance that they're going against each other. And for me, I'm digging it because if it was a Long Island guy. But for me, I think in this particular situation, we've seen Cardona team with Josh Alexander. I got to say this is where they finally get the dub, and I'm going to say Eddie Edwards and Matt Cardona for the win. Woo, 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 I'm always ready, and you know it. Yeah, I think they've got a better chance than Hernandez. I can't do the whistle like he does, but there's my best whistle. <laughs> Hernandez is kind of like a supporting cast now. Ah, oh, and here's the thing that kills me about that. I love me some Hernandez. The border toss, the cracker jack, the dive over the rope. You know what I'm saying? But he's not the Hernandez from, like, 2006 when they were taking on AJ Styles and Christopher Daniels. No. He's not the... Hernandez from 09 when he was in the heavyweight title picture. He's not even when he was with Anarchia, with Sarita and Rosita in Mexican-America. Oh, yes. You know? Oh, but he ain't that it, guy anymore. I remember when he got Hernandez tattooed all across his back, and it was yes. very fresh, and he was taking bumps. Right? Right? He's not the Hernandez anymore, so I got to go Eddie Edwards and Matt Cardona. If ever there was a time to get a staph infection, that, infection, that was it. Oh, that's very true, though. <laughs> Uh, Moses, uh, we got. I got to do the Eddie Edwards and and Brian. Uh, Matt Cardona. Matt Cardona. I was about to say no. I almost <laughs> lost myself. All right. Well, no, because you fucking threw me off. Goddamn, Brian Myers. I was like, are they fucking teaming? Because they're fucking teaming. Why aren't they like fucking? No, they know that they used to be a team, but now they're going well, no. against each other. Oh, uh, they're good. Brian Myers got the eye patch now. He's got the eye patch. Oh. All I know is is, is I've seen the goddamn uh, acclaimed working out at a uh, Creative Pro Wrestling. Yes. And um, burn that place down right now. Well, hold on. Hold on. You stop that right now. Okay. I'm going to defend this. I saw, I saw that piece of crap music video they shot at Creative Pro, I, and they oh. had, like, two good lines, and I'm just like, this Wait. is this is terrible. You and then I get a mirror coming at me like, oh, if you like this, then leave these brothers alone. And I fucking was like, I, I didn't like any of that. Right. And he was All like, right. okay, gotta, well, I'm sorry. I got to speak on this since you're since you're desecrating my, 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 my territory, my people, man. I got to put it like this. Let me speak on this. I feel like Conan. No, <laughs> Creative Pro, one of the best schools on Long Island, along with the New York Wrestling Connection, Deer Park, Long Island. We're talking about Hicksville, Long Island. We created Pro. Max Caster comes from there. MJF is a graduate. We got people like Brian Myers training them. We got people like Bronson of Bear Country coming out of the Creative Pro Wrestling. Man, one of the schools. What? Bear Country. No, it's, it's like Bear, Bear Country. Country. Every time I... I just... I hear their name and I laugh because they're fucking gigantic. I will be biased because for those that don't know, and I've said this when I've interviewed him, Bronson and I actually went to the same high school together. He graduated a couple years after me. Now, is Bronson the dude that looks like Otis but tall? <laughs> uh, hold on. I think he's... he's <laughs> you son of a bitch. Okay, hold on. Bear country, yes. I believe he is the... Well, all right. You know what, man? Uh, you know what? I'm thrown off because of you with the dude that looks tall. Oh, my... Yes, he is Bear Bronson. Bear. All right, so if you see, he's the shorter one with the long, with the black hair. Yeah. 
Yes, not the tall one, but like the shorter one. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's why I say he looks like a taller version of Otis. Yes, that's 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 my boy Joe. Yep. Nice. Yeah, he so knows yeah, how he's to break from, a table. That he does. <laughs> he's represent E I E I O. What's popping tonight? He's from my neck of the woods. Here's what's happening in your neck of the woods. I feel like undercover brother. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. So still a full house. Next match: Jordan Grace, Jazz, and ODB. Versus mm. Diana Perazzo, Kimberly, and Susan. I will go with the heels on this one. Diana, Kimber, and Susan. Okay. This match is happening because uh, Susan wasn't happy with the attack and went to speak to the manager. Can you? I mean, come on. Like, I mean, she has the authority. You will respect her authority. <laughs> I love how they've literally turned her into a Karen. Dude, she's legit like friggin' Daphne. But she's, no, but she's a Susan. She's a Susan, Susan yeah. Susan's a worse. She's a Susan. She's so a she's a fucking super character. Susan's will fuck you over and then turn lesbian. Whoa, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I almost fell out of my chair. Poor Ross. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck you and your no charisma, you fat bastard. All right, yeah, it's all graphics, Mike. Yeah, I know, man, right? Sure. Um, yeah, I think you're right. Um, Jordan Grace and Jazz haven't exactly been the best tag team. Uh, ODB is a veteran, but she does, isn't really famous for all her wins. And Diana Prazo, Kimberly, and Susan kind of need a little bit of more momentum. So, yeah, I agree. All right. As much... As much as I want to completely and totally disagree because it's like, dude, you're bringing back ODB just to fucking lose. Well, yeah, she's been around forever, so fuck it. So, yeah, I'm it's and then plus on top of that, like when Deanna showed up, dude, they shot her to the fucking moon. Yeah. Yes. So I really don't think they're just going to. All right. Well, whatever. You're done now. They're not going to give her the old Vince man. You know, I got to talk about despite the dumbass New Year's party. You got you to gotta talk about it. Steve Cutler, man. And everybody was going on Deanna for that. You even yourself, he, guys, you're like, I love like, When he got cut, they're like, why did he cut him? I was like, well, he's forgotten. It wouldn't have been so bad <laughs> like if she that. wasn't so, like, like, no remorse about it. So, like, yeah, we had a New Year's yeah. party, so what? Like, you should be having a New Year's party with COVID. You <laughs> dumb son of a bitch. And I like Deanna, but here's the thing, man. As I was reading that when you posted that, I'm like, oh, God. And then I read what it was, and I'm like, Okay, there's people dying, there's a pandemic, there's the coronavirus, and you're out here having New Year's party? Coronavirus. We've all spent time together for the past year anyway. Okay, and COVID knows that? Jesus, like, she just came off so dumb. And here's the thing, I like Steve Cutler. The only reason why I like Steve Cutler is because he tore his tag team partner a new fucking asshole because he fucking deserved it. And that's the only reason. I didn't even know about Steve Cutler and the Forgotten Sons. I knew about him, but I didn't watch closely. I didn't really care about Steve Thank you. Yeah. So, oh yeah, yeah. He uh, he wasn't happy about Jackson Racist's uh, tweets. Oh, and I love that that he friggin' ripped his partner an asshole. That's the only reason why I like Steve Cutler. I couldn't even tell you a oh. damn thing about his in ring work. Yeah, I mean he was pissed off because he, it got them taken off TV. Yes, and then he gets released, and I had no idea that him and Deanna were a thing, and then that pops up. I mean, originally oh. I thought it was kind of funny that she took a stab at WWE for firing a guy during a pandemic, but. She's uh, just as shameless as they are, apparently. Yeah. Oh, shame. I really like that girl. Me too. Me too. I mean, not, not that I'm not going to like her anymore, but it kind of paints a black mark on her name. 
You will always hate Austin Aries, though, and also Bob that Saget. dude's fucking, a piece yeah. of shit. He <laughs> is, and Bob Saget owned him because the best was it's like, hello, Daniel. This mother Bob Saget has no idea who the fuck you are. That's why I love the start of that tweet when he's like going at him. Hello, Daniel. He just uses his real name because he don't know who the fuck a double A is, man. I'm Bob Saget, bitch. Full house. Bob Saget, that ain't right. My dog licked my balls. This is Bob Saget we're talking about. You know, America's Whoa. funniest home videos. That was what he said in his comedy sketch. Bob Saget, that ain't right. Singing a song about my dog licked my balls. Man, fuck Austin Aries. Thank right. you. Right. I'm sorry, guys. Well, don't eat meat. Don't Damn wear it. a mask, and I scared away Selena Vega. Fuck you. I scared away Selena Vega. So we were just—I was just talking shit about the acclaimed and and what I do. What I'm looking through fucking Facebook. Goddamn Topanga wearing a goddamn acclaimed shirt. Oh. Well, first of all, okay. Now, why do you hate the acclaimed? Is it because they rap? No, because they can't rap. <laughs> okay. I'll be honest with you. Okay, Max- I can't rap either, and that's exactly why I don't do it. Okay. Hold on. The reason. And then, and then on top of that, one of them looks like a fucking shrunken David Otunga, and the other one looks like a jacked-up fucking uh, Russell Wilson. So, so the one that he's talking about that looks like a short David Otunga is Platinum Max Caster. And the reason why I know this gimmick is his thing, he's been doing this on the indies, and Max Caster has actually put out some tracks because he does rap a lot. So that's how it came well, in. You know, Max Caster is the one with the curly hair, right? That's the one yes. that looks like Russell Wilson. Yes, Platinum Platinum Max Caster, and then you have Anthony. Yeah, who's Bowens. the other dude? The fucking Mini David Otunga. Anthony Bowens. Uh, Mini David Otunga. <laughs> okay. Just Go like ahead. with the fucking with the with the geeks from fucking uh, NXT, it's fucking it's Fat Jackson and not Nick. <laughs> oh yes, the freaking Ever Rise yes. from Canada, the Canadian the Walmart Young Bucks. Yeah. All it's right. Fat Jackson and not Nick. Uh, freeway tag team for the world. Tag team titles. Good Brothers defending against Private Party with Big Money Matt. God. And Dude, if Man Hardy wants to win any fucking respect for me, he makes these fuckers win. Yeah. And then uh, Chris Saban and James Storm. I don't think it's going to be Saban and Storm. I think it's either going to be the Good Brothers or Private Party. I'm going to say Good Brothers retain. It would be very cool, though, if two AEW guys won the Impact Tag Team titles. Oh, absolutely! It but I'm would, it would, yeah, it would blend really well, and then you have Matt focusing on that, and he can get him the fuck off AEW. Um, <laughs> He's better on Impact than he is on AEW. Did you see? I, people I can agree him? with that, a hundred percent. Did you see people shitting on him because it's like you know you go back to Impact after all that crap you said about them years ago, yada yada yada. Yeah, well, well, who said all that crap fuck- about him? Him or his wife? Well, yeah, this is true. <laughs> This is very true, but yeah, they gave Matt Hardy shit. Do you know who wears the pants? It's always Rebby who talks to shit. Okay, here's the thing. I met that woman one time. She was nice, but she was not as nice as Jeff Hardy's wife. All right, so this was at Northeast Wrestling where they wrestled the Young Bucks, and it was a great match, and Jeff Hardy came out as Willow, and (laughs) it was very cool. But So afterward, I went to the merch table where she was selling Matt's shirts. She was very nice, but Jeff Hardy's wife, Beth, uh, excuse me, Beth, is so much nicer than fucking her. That's because she's she just a comes psychopath. Up. Yeah, and also she's from Queens, man. Queens, her city. She reps her city. Is she? I thought she was from the South as well. No, she's from New York, bro. Oh, okay. <laughs> she's from Queens. And she's from, she's, from Queens, bro. She's from, uh, she's a, she's a Latina from Queens. I, I thought her and Jeff were both from Carolina. No, Matt and Matt and Jim. Uh, <laughs> oh, but Beth, are you talking about Beth or Rebby? I'm talking about Beth. Carolina where I meet my Oh, Beth is from Lord. Southern Pines, man. Oh, yeah, there we the go. Story of Jeff, 
Yeah, Jeff and Beth met at a nightclub in Southern Park. Well, that's why I was confused when you said she's from Queens. I was like, wait, what? Remy's from Queens, bro. Oh, I can believe that. Oh, dude, did I ever tell you about Oh, yeah, the that true explains life? the fucking attitude. Yes. <laughs> did you guys ever see the True Life special that she was on on MTV years ago? Now we're talking Beth or Rebby. No, Rebby. Oh, hell no. So I think whole, I did. So it was just mostly just about her. They had, like, a lot of fanatics on there from different sports. Of course she was. Just, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was a big Giants fan, and they were talking about her, you know, being a fanatic of the Giants. I am a fucking geek. Yes. You know who I'm rooting for? The goddamn Jets. It's <laughs> goddamn Jets. Um. All right. I. You know what? I'm gonna go bold. Private party. I see two it's ways bold. actually. Either private party win and it validates Matt as the manager, mm-hmm. and also kind of makes sense for him taking all the money out of them. Or they lose and lose their shit with Matt. But. No, they need Matt. Yeah, I'm going private party. Fuck. This is difficult because I really, I don't think, like, uh, the Good Brothers losing it is, like, a bad thing. If they lose them, they lose them. It's not a, it's not going to fucking really hurt them or anything like that. I just, honestly, that the whole idea of this is, like, making it official. Like, hey, bro, this is, we're not just showing up on television. We're fucking working together. That would be the perfect right move. And fuck it, give me private. Let's go with private party, and maybe that'll actually get fucking Matt Hardy the hell off AEW, or at least stop fucking fucking around with Hangman. I also see <laughs> if Good Brothers lose the Impact titles, they could maybe turn on the Young Bucks and go. Yeah, after I've the already AEW. been seeing that coming. So, first off, <laughs> I was laughing when you said I'm going to be bold, Mister. It's bold, Boulder Creek over there, <laughs> Boulder Creek TV, son. Yeah, no. And the other thing too is the way that you kind of like laid that out when you were talking about private party losing their shit on Matt. It reminded me of when the Hardys turned on Michael Hayes and they joined up with Gangrel with the brood, the new brood. Oh, that was great. Yeah, that was good stuff, man. It was. I got some bad news to you, Mike. What the Boulder Creek TV ad has disappeared from YouTube. Oh, the bo- like everything's better with Boulder. My Boulder Creek. Yeah. Oh, that like goes. I typed in Boulder Creek TV, and the first thing I got was Boulder Creek TV stand, and it's literally a cabinet on a furniture <laughs> factory channel. It's like, oh, well, that just looks like some great wood. <laughs> so for those that don't know, Boulder Creek TV was the UK station that GFW when Which Jeff none Jared of us had ever heard of. Yes, and GFW was trying to get off the mat, and, and then they made a TV deal with Boulder Creek TV in the UK that nobody's ever heard of, and nothing ever came from it. And the only thing we could find about Boulder Creek TV on YouTube was an advert for a steakhouse. Which is was very popular on Long Island, it's but unfortunately bold. It's, it's bold. So, man, yeah. I got some cookies and a glass of milk from dessert, and I was a happy young man. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, um, Mike, who do you pick? I, I got to go Good Brothers on this, man. I, I mean, I can see Private Party, but I got to say the Good Brothers, man. Good Brothers. Okay, that brings us to the main event. Oh my god. Um, okay, who do we all see for this one? Rich Swan defending the Impact World title against Tommy Dreamer on literally his uh, 50th birthday. Goddamn Tommy Dreamer. <laughs> um, happy birthday to Tommy Dreamer, but he's not winning the title. Rich Swan. Yeah. That's bull. Sorry, pal. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would pop if Tommy Dreamer won the world title. It would don't be get me insane. Wrong. It would be a great moment. But in reality here, I really don't think that's going to happen. So, Unfortunately, Rich Swan. 
Uh, and then, of course, one will be going on to Moose. Or Moose should fucking win. Oh, Mike, you found it. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I well, wonder why I heard that ding. Well, well no, it's not the um, it's not the it's not the baseball one, but this was the second best one. Play it. Oh, okay. Well, we've just finished Impact, so uh, here's a little blast from the past, and it's Boulder Creek TV, son. Yeah. Yeah. You folks back east love great food. I highly recommend Boulder Creek. Serving certified Angus beef driven daily straight into the front doors of our Boulder Creek Steakhouse. Now that's a cattle drive. Downright neighborly hospitality. Yeehaw! <laughs> fresh dog get out and the price is right. Yeehaw! More tender, juicier, tastier steak. I guarantee it. Yeehaw! 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 Who knew chow time could be so much fun? Is that fucking Burt Reynolds? <laughs> 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 that, All right. That commercial is from twenty friggin' one years ago, man. Wow. Oh, it was a good restaurant, but yeah, no, it went out of business. Where it was located on Bayshore, Long Island. Now there's like a Friday's there. There's an Olive Garden. There's a yeah. I think the place it's been where monopolized. Bo- yeah, it's now the Olive the Olive Garden is where the Boulder Creek used to be, man. It was such good stuff, man. You got the bloomin' onion. You got a little steak, a little action. Have my cookies and milk for dessert. Oh, it was lovely. Ah, all right. Well, we've done no surrender, and we are 56 days away from Promo Mania 6, the biggest Max Rossin show of the year. It kicks off with the Ironback Challenge on the pre-launch show on August 6th, as Chris Durham, Cypher, Moses, and Travis the Walker Anderson battle it out in a trivia battle for the 2021 Ironback contract, which this year allows the winner to cash in on either the Knowledge Champion or the Promo Champion, Anytime until Promo Mania 7. Yes. Yes. You said August 6th, April 6th. Did I say August? It's April. It's not August. You said August. Well, you said August. April 6th. Yeah, I've actually typed August. I don't know why I typed August. It is April 6th, ladies and gentlemen. And the main show. This was a goddamn Yeah, Promo Slam is in August. The main show is on April 8th, as. And it's. Oh, man. It is stacked like Dwayne Johnson's pancakes. Daniel Crimmins will now be challenging the Phoenix for the Knowledge Championship, which will open the show, as the winner will later defend the title as Mike cashes in last year's Iron Bank contract. Yes, sir. Phoenix to DC in the building. Coming. And Moses Marquez will be in promo action against a mystery opponent that will soon be revealed. All we can say is this bout is not only first time ever, but a long time coming. Don't ask me. Ask Travis. Travis knows. Yep. You know what this makes me think of, man, when you said that? Remember Extreme Rules? It's been a long time coming. But you got the questions song. now. You're going down. Remember that one? Yes. It was... Hey. Oh, Sick Puppies. Yes, mm-hmm. oh, 09, man. Sick Puppies. Yes, that was the name of the, that was the name of the group. Sick Puppies saying you're going down. Extreme Rules 09, Mr. Moses Marquez. And as confirmed during the week, the dream match is official. The Demoness will finally rise again as she returns to answer the challenge of the Kingpin, Emir Costello. We almost got it last June, but it's well worth the wait to finally get this bout at Promomania. And if you're not already salivating, it is title for title as the Shape returns to defend the World Championship against Promo Champion the Phoenix in the first time ever cinematic showdown. Bum, 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 bum. Don't miss it on April 6th and 8th. April 6th and 8th, not August. 
Promo Mania 6, all graphics, no charisma. And now, <laughs> now some uh, quick adverts, and when we come back, it is time for the Wednesday Night Warzone. That looks okay. I'm Diana Hart, and you're watching the Andre Corbiel Wrestling Show. Woo! Jinder Mahal. Hey, how you doing, my friend? Good, boss. How you having me on the show? How you doing, Andrew? Oh my God. God. The cleaner! Richard, how are you doing, man? Very well. The dog of war, Jesse Hill, and we're with Andre Corbiel. Wrestling, honor, tradition. Because we're all in this for one thing wrestling. Do we have everybody's attention now? Do we have everybody's attention now? Do we have everybody's attention now? This is the CEO of Shane Taylor Promotions and Ring of Honor superstar Shane Taylor, and you are listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. It's time to take it to the max. Hey, this is Tommy Dreamer, and you're listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast, giving you all your wrestling information to the extreme. Well, let's uh, cover Dynamite first because we have predictions for NXT TakeOver <coughs> St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Uh, You're just not going to say Vengeance Day. No, no. because it's stupid and they missed a perfect opportunity because they're pinky. All right. Uh, unfortunately, we kicked off Dynamite with Joey Janela as he unsuccessfully challenged Darby Allin for the TNT title. Um, why, why do you guys think nobody can stand Joey Janela? Because he's an asshole. <laughs> yeah, he's just—he's kind of yeah—he's a little extra bit of an asshole. But I don't know. I—I I didn't care about too much of him being an asshole in this match. I just—I've seen them do this uh, in PWG and they fucking kill each other. And I do mean kill each other. This was fucking oh my god. Okay, so I think the reason people don't like him because he besides the fact that he's an asshole, I think he's short and he's not intimidating. And they make him as this big name. I know. They make him as this big name, this big draw, the bad boy. And I'm like, you fucking suck. He he comes across as creepy to me. Yes. And he doesn't (laughs) look like a big threat at all. And I'm sorry. And I have nothing against against people that like him. If you like him, that's cool. But I'm just going to tell you right now, he fucking sucks. I prefer (laughs) Sonny Kiss. I think Sonny Kiss is a better talent. There's flamboyance, but Sonny Kiss has a lot of athleticism and I think can wrestle. I've seen Sonny Kiss live. They did a lot of A Matter of Pride shows back on Long Island. He's done a lot of great shows on many different indies. But yeah, I never saw anything with Janela. Sonny Kiss, besides the flamboyance and everything encompassed with Sonny Kiss, even when he was exolicious on Lucha Underground, dude did his thing. Yeah, Sonny had a great match with Cody. Ah, he can go. He can go. And fuck you, Jim Cornette. Go ahead. Uh, well, probably the biggest angle of the night, Sammy Guevara confronts MJF and accused him of trying to take over the inner circle um, before catching MJF, trying to record him on his phone and then just sucker punched him. Hit him right in the dick. And I love the fact that he... And he's selling his ribs. <laughs> he comes out with no his ribs all bandaged up. He's like, he hit me in the ribs. I'm like, no, he hit you in the dick. We all saw him. We all saw it. Everybody in the Discord. Yeah. You know what it reminded me of? 
when um, Seth Rogen punches Paul Rudd in the dick and the 40-year-old virgin, I'm punching you in the fleshy part where your dick used to be. Well, yeah, we'll get back to that angle a little bit later on in the show before uh, Lee Johnson and Cody Rhodes defeated Peter Avalon and Peter Bononi. Uh, Cody just seems to be having these random-ass matches every week now. Wait a minute. Cesar Bononi. Did you say Peter Bononi? Bononi, yes. You know you who mean that Cesar is? Bononi. Cesar Bononi. Thank you, Moses Marquez. Yes, he's from NXT, Daz. I typed Peter twice. What the? Yes, it's Cesar Bononi. Oh, yeah, it's Peter. Peter. <laughs> Peter Griffin. Peter. It's Peter okay. Bononi. Can I just yeah. still say this? That's his name now. It's I Peter. Don't... Yes. <laughs> I, I still... You know what it is? Okay, I know we Peter got the Eden Revolution coming. <laughs> but I just got to say it. I love you. I just got to say it. Fucking... I still don't give a rat's ass about Cody and Mini Brandy. I'm not calling her Red Velvet. She's Mini Brandy against uh, Jane Car- Jade Cargo, excuse me, and um, Shaquille O'Neal. I mean, I've, I don't give a I've got nothing against Mini Brandy, but I have no interest in seeing Shaq and Jade. What's her name? Well, you know what the problem with Shaq is, too? Like, is this because, like, every time they try to have him go against the big show in WWE, he was out of shape? Yeah. So the only way they're going to do this is have a mixed tag? Because Shaq is fucking out of shape. and it's a he probably... I don't have to be out of shape. I'm a goddamn shock guy. I'll do whatever the fuck I want. And he's probably like Red Velvet. He <laughs> eats a lot of too much Red Velvet cakes. You son of a bitch. You know what he is? He's doing what he did in Good Burger. He's having that, you know, Good Burger, man. He's eating too many of them Good Burgers. Shaq, Keenan, and Kel going right up to Shaq and Good Burger, hugging him like he's freaking God. That's what he's doing. He's eating all these goddamn Good Burgers. Welcome to Good Burger. Take his goddamn orders. What you do? Don't go with a Mondo Burger. Go to Good Burger. Get him some of that Ed's hot sauce, man. Is a meat Woo! is a meat patty something or nothing? Dude, a meat patty is something. You said nothing. All right, Ed, you better watch your butt, man. Okay. <laughs> See, some things were good in the 90s. <laughs> There's a lot good in the 90s. All right. Um, well, next match, Ryan Nemeth. Uh, Dolph Ziggler's younger brother this got another beaten this time from awesome. Pac. Yo, I just got to say one time. Bradley Pierce, Ryan Nemeth. What was he? The Hollywood hunk he calls himself, right? I don't know. Pretty yeah, the Hollywood hunk. Mini Dolph, I'm going to say this right now. Not a bad talent. Just used in uh, NXT. I think most of the time we saw him, he was getting uh, beaten up in a handicap match with Daz, your favorite, Mr. Mason Ryan. So, I mean, we're getting to see him now in AEW doing his thing. You know Mason Ryan. I know Mason Ryan. He works in scenes, but he's now stacking shadows. He does. Thank you. Oh, Lord. Okay, so we totally skipped over the whole John Moxley thing. I guess February. Is he supposed to be on New Japan Strong February 23rd? Yes. To defend the IWGP title? Yes, and I love the fact that they are now finally showing that belt on Dynamite. Oh, God. So that was awesome. And then this, uh, there was the Young Bucks, and they were talking to Dasha or whatever, and they were yelling at the, the, the fucking Good Brothers like, bro, who do you think we were going to pick if we would have won? And I just can't look at the Good Brothers with a straight face now after I watched BTE. <laughs> Jeez, they're just... If you haven't seen that epi- the, the latest episode of BTE, you, you fucking need to because I cried. I was laughing so hard. I cried. This is the whole thing. Yeah, the Dark Order writing Valentine's to Wardlow. Yes, to Wardlow. And Johnny was hungry. He, he took a page out of fucking Happy uh, uh, the Billy Madison. <laughs> hey, Mike, you know, what was uh, what was the name of the uh, the principal from fucking uh, Billy Madison? Uh, what was his wrestler name? Oh my God, friggin' um, 
the revolting blob. The revolting blob or whatever. Okay, so this fucking guy is like covering the class, right? He fucking writes this uh, giant heart out to to Billy. Is like, I want you, Billy. That and then on the bottom, P.S. I'm horny. So fucking goddamn, John Silver does the same thing. Says, I want you, Wardlow. On with the bottom, I'm hungry. I fucking died. Principal Anderson with the big ass card. I want you. Then he makes the face. That little face, like <laughs> that little face he makes. The nuances, right after he sends him the card, and Billy Madison looks up all creeped out. Yep, yep, yep. The worst. His, his little face, like what? Oh lord. <laughs> <laughs> what yes. the f- that's like what he that, did yes. and then he friggin comes out as the revolting blob drops the elbow on him friggin Eric at the end man and then friggin his mask is all cut up and then he's like I'm okay I'm okay a little confused but I'm okay oh yeah a little hungry fucking yeah. and then and friggin then... <laughs> then at the end of the movie I'm still horny <laughs> that friggin sounds good boy uh, yeah so turn and then we have to deal with hangman uh, and fucking Adam Page and, and goddamn Matt Hardy, who, by the way, first off, hey, if Matt Hardy, if Matt Hardy's paying bi- uh, fucking bar tabs, I'm all about it. <laughs> but then he fucking tries to make him sign a contract, and Hangman's like, "Look, bro, I'm a fucking drunk, but I'm not an idiot." So he fucking throws that one out. And I don't know what the hell he made him sign. Hopefully, it's something that says he'll never come back to AEW. That'd be great. I I just didn't get why he turned to the camera when Hangman was still sat right next to him. He's all because he, he was trying to fucking. He told the cameraman, "So this is why I brought you here. This is the for documentation." And I'm just like, "Bro, the, the fucking guys just threw your shit away." <laughs> and then, then there's the awkward meeting with the fucking Dark Order. Oh, um, uh, well, me and Matt, we're gonna go to the bar. Oh, um, uh, okay. It's like it's like a weird breakup. Yeah, super stupid. This, this is my new friend. Yeah, this is my new friend. <laughs> he pays for my drinks. Oh, can we hang out with them too? <laughs> um, yeah, we also had the fallout with Sammy Guevara attacking MJF. Oh, yes. Uh, Jericho and MJF defeat the acclaimed, and then Sammy explains his actions and announces his departure from Inner Circle. Because he, he right. done told Jericho, I ain't taking no more shit. That's right. Sammy Guevara is about to be the babiest of the faces. The babiest uh, of the faces. Uh, uh. Can't wait. I just love MJF's like reaction as he said he's even. Yeah, okay, whatever. MJF's kind of like, well, I told you so. It's all oh, yeah. Your plan was to your plan was to take over the inner circle before I did. And it's like, what? No, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and I love how I'm reading Figure Four's fucking script or not their script, but their like fresh notes. And I think this is written by Dave Meltzer, and he fucking writes. Uh, MJF got hit in the dick, and yet he's selling his ribs. And I'm like, see, I'm not the only one that thought it. Did you see the thing with Dave Meltzer now that he got into that Twitter beef with uh, Brian Last, who was um, Jim Cornette's co-host on their show on the drive through Did you see that? Nope. No, I don't even know what happened there. Okay. I was just going to say, I have no fucking clue who that guy was. <laughs> That's Jim Cornette's co-host on the drive-through. Brian Last. It had something like he didn't. Li- he was saying something. He wasn't a fan of the matches like that. Dave likes with Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, where it's like spot, spot, spot. They had like a little exchange, and then Dave Meltzer goes, "Bro, that's not a good look for you to, you know, be talking about like this." It had something to do with Dave Meltzer saying, "That's not a good look for you," and I'm like, "Okay," and I'm like, "So Why? basically, don't first- insult my boys." <laughs> Pretty much, but I also was a little dumbfounded. I'm like, "Why is this 60 year old man saying that's not a good look?" <laughs> 
He doesn't know what a fucking good look is when it comes down to shit. I mean, don't get me wrong. Look, I love Dave. I, let, me, let me hold on. Let me actually stop that. I don't. I enjoy Dave Meltzer's uh, content. <laughs> let me, I was going to say way so much more. I enjoy the content that he brings out. Um, Sorry. He helped me really embrace uh, Japanese wrestling. I will absolutely agree with that. He, he helped me embrace it. And to a degree, I feel like he is absolutely in love with it. And that's fine. That is totally fine. You know what I mean? If all I wanted to do was watch Japanese wrestling, I'm all about his opinion. But I'm a guy that watches anything and everything. I watch shit from Europe. I watch shit from Japan, from Mexico, from here in the States. You know, if they had wrestling on space, I'd, I'd probably try to watch that too. But It's giving everybody ideas now. You know what I mean? Fence. Well, hey, well, fucking get out there. Let me see what you can do. But the, the the point I'm getting at is though is like as I my expectation I'm not my expectations my ratings are always normally a little higher you know what I mean because I guess I'm just like I'm easily poppable if you will I don't know I have like a, a, a certain like I guess I'm easy to get over if you if you will but the point is is I'm not like absolutely in love I'm not saying you know oh without Okada fucking WWE's trash you know fucking oh if, if you don't like the Young Bucks and uh, against uh, Kenny and Hangman, you know, you're a fucking loser and you should die. Like, I'm not going to go that fucking far. It's not a bad look for me. Whatever. Who cares? I have my fucking opinion. You have to understand, this guy works with fucking Jim Cornette. A dude who yeah. fucking has shit in his fucking, uh, he calls it his bunker or whatever, yes. from the fucking 20s, bro. From that the 20s. I know. I know. Like, this done. dude is a, a fucking historian. He's worked with guys like fucking Owen Hart and the British Bulldog. He's not a spot guy. Like, fuck, get out, get over it, bud. Not everybody loves spots. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a giant spot monkey. I'm all about it. You know what I mean? But I, as an amateur wrestler, as a jujitsu practitioner, I also love some fucking grappling, some good old fashioned wrestling. So fucking lighten the hell up. Two things I gotta say before we move on. I like how he just said, "I don't love Dave Meltzer." I like, I like, I enjoy. <laughs> I enjoy Dave <laughs> Number two, so pretty much you're not like uh, Vince Russo with how he calls New Japan for wrestling. New Japan Pro, because he does like the Z's for it because he thinks it's boring. Bro, what's a Takahashi and a Tanahashi? These bro, they're not going to get over, bro. You don't do the new Vince Russo thing. <laughs> That's pretty fucking. <laughs> That's what he does. Bro, Takahashi, Nakasaki. Well, here, okay, here, let me, let me, that's fucked up, but let me, let me help out with some just layman's terms helping out so for the reason why japanese wrestling to a lot of people is in a way superior is no matter what they do they always tell a very simple understandable story with an ending an ending that either leads towards more more matches or an ending that just ends it in wwe you get a lot of fucking rigmarole in AEW, they've kind of learned from that. The point is, is like a lot of Japanese wrestling is about a story, and either you can get down with that or you don't. And if you want to make it, what's the Takahashi, bro? Remember, you you know, I you didn't get fucking Takahashi never got yelled at in the middle of a fucking pay per view by goddamn Hulk Hogan. <laughs> oh, you got to cover that, Mister. You know, this is the reason why this company's in the damn shape. Oh, I can't wait. Don't get me wrong. I can't wait. Right now, I'm I'm still loving everything because it's 96, so I'm still 
redoing the the invasion, dealing with the outsiders, fucking Kevin Nash for God's sakes. Just the way he fuckers over the top. I love him, but I hate him at the same time. I mean, and then I have to deal with like weird stuff. Like I hear Goldberg's theme to see some fucking geek named Pat Tanaka. And every time I hear Goldberg's thing, I'm like, I thought he didn't come out till '98. Nope, it's fucking still Pat Tanaka. Wait a minute, you don't don't hate on Pat Tanaka. One I don't the, hate on him, but he's just a geek compared to Goldberg. I know, but still one of the best, Pat Tanaka. Hey man, uh, Masato Tanaka, that's another one. That Mike Awesome chair shot. Oh my god, that still rings in my head. Remember that Mike T- Awesome chair shot, guys, oh, yes. from One Night Stand? Oh. Uh, well, Mike, Mike you know why he stopped himself from saying he loves Dave Meltzer's content? Why? Because that's not a good look for you. <laughs> exactly. It's not a good look for me. Oh, my God. That's the thing. Just, I, that was the only thing I read from the tweet. I just remember there was some babble in exchange, and then I just saw Dave Meltzer say, that's not a good look for you, man. And I'm like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> okay. Uh, back on Dynamite. As Tony Shivani attempts to interview Sting again, um, the big mouth-bearded bald guy, a.k.a. Taz, Interrupts again, and Team Taz drag Darby Allen behind their van in a body bag because Darby I Allen just loves body bag horror. stunts. Everybody in the Discord screamed in horror. <laughs> I mean, at least he had the protection from the body bag, unlike um, when it happened. I mean, Hulk I'm Hogan. sure there was like a fucking stretcher plate or something underneath him. Oh yeah, but I mean, Hulk Hogan what? just went bare on uh, oh, Taker's yeah. bike. Oh, yeah, fuck it. Here you go. <laughs> oh, my back, brother. <laughs> or my whole brother. Oh, my whole brother. <laughs> oh, man. Living infamy, that goddamn shit. Um, however, Marvez did manage to interview Kenny Omega on a golf course. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny Omega, I love you to death, brother. You're just a fucking worst golf swing I've ever seen in my life, pal. That shit was bad. And then, and then, this fucking four-minute conversation that he has with fucking Alex Marvez about, you know, why I'm not fucking worried about my upcoming match. I'm out here playing golf. You see fucking some geek and Don Callis scrambling to look for the ball. Where did it go? Where did it go? Just so they can all of a sudden, the last five seconds of this fucking interview, put it in the hole. My hole. Like, dude, put it in my hole. You know, it's like, I'm like, dude, what? And then he comes running out. Oh, that's another eagle. I'm like, I don't, I don't think it was, pal. I, I think you're just making shit up now. Yeah, something tells me they've never played golf before. Man, Kenny Omega's swing at that golf club. He's a worse golf player than the famous Jet Jackson on that episode. Lee Thompson Young on Disney Channel. Jet Jackson trying to play golf. Oh, my goodness. He's the famous Jet Jackson. (laughs) Um, I miss that show. Penultimate match of the evening. Thunder Rosa defeated legit Layla Hirsch. Um, Hey, she's good stuff. Yeah. uh, Why haven't they signed her yet? I I don't know. It's besides me. She's, She's a talent. I mean, granted, I don't care if she's like 4'10". She's a talent. Well, you know who her girlfriend is, man. We were talking about this last time, man. She appeared on AEW. I think she did some impact work as well. Yes, with her sister, Delmi XO. She's with that Ashley Vox, Team C-Stars, man. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you did mention that. Yeah, yeah I just forgot what her name was. 
Hey, man, I'm all about it. Um, I'm all about I just it. remember the weird ass tag team, weird ass women's tag team. That's how I was like, who the fuck are they again? The Sea Stars. <laughs> She's not sure. bad. Well, okay. Here's where Ashley Vox comes in that a lot of people forget. When Disco Inferno yeah. was doing that your gender stuff, where um, <laughs> remember he wrestled Scarlett Bordeaux? Oh, no, he just got yeah. Oh, and Tessa Blanchard that whole thing. Yeah, so <laughs> this that was one of the girls that Disco Inferno beat in wherever they were filming. I think it was Mexico or wherever. That was one of the girls that Disco Inferno beat. Insider tip: If you ever want to meet Disco Inferno, go to Cheetahs. Yes, uh, in Las Vegas. Okay, after hours. I shall. I club. shall not go to Cheetahs. Well, wasn't that Godfather's club? No, Godfather has a different club. He oh, sold him cheetahs. Oh, he gave Glenn, he gave Glenn Gilberti cheetahs? Yeah, because he bought a bigger, higher-end club. Oh. Yeah, fucking, I don't, I didn't know that fucking goddamn Godfather owned, like, four clubs in fucking Vegas. Man is So he really is a Godfather. Pimpin he really eight. is a pimp. <laughs> Ice-T, baby, pimping eight, pimping eight, easy, man. Take me back to Mania 16, Dazzy Dangerously. Him and D-Lo Brown coming out, dancing to hell yeah. Pimps and hoes, man. Boats and hoes, pimps and hoes. Like we said, the 90s did have some good stuff. That it did. That it did. Although that was like 2000. That is true. Nostalgia, baby. That is. I mean, Ice-T in the 90s, man, He, you know what he was, man. He was the CK. He was the cop killer. He was on New Jack City. This is New Jack City. You know what I'm saying, man? Wesley Snipes all up in there. I want to sex you up. Don't don't wake me. I'm dreaming by Christopher Williams. That was a bomb-ass soundtrack. Goddamn. Uh, well, Rosa also wants the AEW women's title. She wants the mm-hmm. NWA women's title back. And she wants mm-hmm. another match with Britt Baker because she has a big nose, apparently. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. That's all say. I got out of that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you just want to hit her because she's got a big ass nose? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, I love me some Thunder Rosa, man. I'm just going to say this right now. I'm so happy she's on my TV every Wednesday. That girl is such talent. Talent, talent, dude. Talent. I really enjoyed her when she was fucking Cobra Moon. Yeah, she was Lucha fair. Underground, and I was like, "Why is this girl not being signed somewhere?" And then I heard she changed her name, and I'm like, well, "Again, why is this fucking broad not being signed anywhere?" Yeah, she was with Holiday as a part of the Twisted Sisters, and when she was with Daga and all them in the and freaking Lucha Underground, she was great. Like she had, she's a great wrestler. She's she wrestled Taya, she wrestled a lot of them, and she was very, very good. And I agree with you on that. And then all of a sudden, I find out she's a Thunder Rosa, and she's with Holiday, and I'm like, okay. And then we, she's on NWA. She's now doing the damn thing AEW, putting a Molly Whopping on Britt Baker because she has a big nose. Okay. <laughs> Well, but I got yeah. to know her as Thunder Rosa thanks to, of course, Sammy Guevara having her all over his vlog. Oh, yes. And did, she has her own um, female promotion right in Texas, Sabotage, right? Sabotage. I think so. Sab- that sounds about right. Yeah, Sabotage Women's Wrestling. Like, that's a big thing because when you think of Texas, you think of world-class championship wrestling. Von Erichs, like the first female wrestling promotion in Texas. Is, uh, is there mm-hmm. charisma in Sabotage Wrestling? Oh, okay. I doubt but, it. I will say this about that, man. It kind of reminds me. All of graphics. Yes. I'm just waiting for Sandy Cheeks to show up there, man, because it's about Texas. You know what I'm saying? I want to go home. want to go home. You know what Rose has got? She got the chutzpah. She does have a lot of chutzpah, man. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Lana showed some chutzpah by trying to shove Nia Jax through that table. She tried chutzpah. She said, oh, my God, it's time for me to grow some chutzpah. You know what I'm saying? She grew two fucking three hearts that day. You know what I'm saying, man? Oh, my goodness gracious. But in this case, Thunder Rosa showing that chutzpah, showing that Latina heat, if you will. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I can't it. think of another word that goes with chutzpah for, you know, Thunder Rosa. Uh, but yeah, chutzpah. Oh, the machismo. Machismo and chutzpah. Machismo and Hutzpah. All right. Uh, main event. Cheetos and Hutzpah, what? 
um, Kenta and Omega versus Marx and Archer just ends in absolute chaos. Um, with interviewing some of the Good Brothers, um, Jake the Snake getting physical, Mark's bringing in a barbed wire bat, but then randomly throwing it away when Kenta picks him up for the GTS. Um, and then Omega finally pins uh, Archer after an assisted one-winged angel from the Good Brothers. I was like, there's no way he's picking his big ass up, and sure enough. A little bit of help from his friends. Meanwhile, Kenta's just beating up Mark outside the ring. <laughs> Literally just pounded on him. Uh, Do you know what? We should have taken account of how many times throughout the show they said Forbidden Door. Oh, yeah. All the fucking time they said the goddamn word Forbidden Door. I'm like, shut the fuck up. We we get it, dude. Like, the New Japan fucking thing is happening. I get it. The guy fucking changed his location on Twitter to fucking open the door or whatever the fuck. Like, come on. Stop saying it. I love that. Yeah, so and then like he said, worse than WWE. I love that he changed his location, but then on impact, he was saying, I don't even know what the forbidden door is. <laughs> <laughs> He's the best. By the way, you made me laugh earlier there, Dancy Dangerously. Do you even Well, I do have charisma. You're... Yes, you do. Do you, do you know what you okay, said? Do you, do you even know what you said? No. You said Jake Roberts got physical. When did Jake Roberts turn into Olivia Newton John? When he went to a- when he went to AEW apparently because he didn't do anything in WWE for years and now he's throwing punches <laughs> and short arm clotheslines and shit. <laughs> I think the last time he tried to throw a short no well he did a angle with the shield which was awesome where he put the snake on Dean Ambrose's face and friggin' Dean was smiling yeah, ear to ear. I love that too. But yeah, I also remember when he tried to get physical. Remember Orton in 05, build into the Taker match, go for the short arm clothesline, nails it, goes for the yeah. TRKO. I mean, he, was, yep. he wasn't as far gone in 05. Oh, yeah. Well, no, he was pretty out of shape in 05, though. Yeah, but he, he yeah, hadn't but hit he rock bottom. running on that booze, you know what I mean? That booze makes you loose. Ah, that is true, yes. Uh, all right, takeover predictions for St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Uh, yeah. Five matches, of course, be. because it's takeover. And they don't have many matches because they last long. So Yeah, they do. But that's how it should be. Exactly. It's good wrestling. Obviously, we have two Dusty Finals and three championship matches. So, <laughs> it almost didn't happen after Johnny Gargano's antics this week. But Johnny Gargano defending the North American title <laughs> against Kushida. I love that segment. First so of all, great. he's got ah, oh, and you're saying you broke your left arm. He's like, yeah, R stands for right. Or real. Yeah, so, oh yeah, probably <laughs> for, for real. But no, it was my favorite part was he's all sitting in the chair and he's got everybody around him. He's like, all right, no, real, push me this way. Okay, no, push me this way. You know, he's all, I have a broken arm. He's all, the doctor says that, you know, I can't walk and this and that. You know, I'm in a wheelchair and everybody knows how I feel about wheels. This is all bad. He's like, both you and I know you were cleared three days ago. He's like, well, my doctor. He's like, yeah, but you're crap doctors. That's like the most broken arm I've ever seen in my life. He's like, it's John Gargano. That's how you know it's real. I'm like, did your dad break his arm? I love Gargano as a heel. Oh, he's so good. Um, It's a tough one to call because... It would be nice to see Kushida win, but like we just said, yeah, Gargano has a roll. Uh, he has to win. Yeah, yeah, no, he has to win. 
Johnny has always been really good at the chase. He's always been very good at the chase, even as a heel. Him losing this isn't going to hurt him, but fucking Kushida needs it. He needs it bad. Because fucking a month and a half ago, this guy was in obscurity. In obscurity. Like nobody, he was fucking, he was the big name that came to NXT to do jack fucking shit. And now he has an opportunity to win a title. He probably should have had a shot at the fucking minute he walked into the place. Um, and also Gargano is a three-time North American champion, so he's not exactly going to miss it. So Exactly. Yeah. Kushida, Kushida for me, baby. Too. Mike? Hold on, my cat's coming on me here. All right, there we go. Lie oh, down. Um. <laughs> I'm pulling. Lie down. <laughs> okay, so I also, too, will go with Kushida because Johnny Gargano, like you mentioned, three-time North American champ, but I think it's Kushida's time, and he finally gets to get that big push. So I'm going to go with the time splitter himself, Mr. Kushida. All right, full house for Kushida. Uh, was there only one difference in the impact ones? Yes, I think there was. Yep. Okay. Uh, MSK. Versus the grizzled young veterans mm. in the men's Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic Finals. I was really hoping it was going to be fucking uh, Thatcher and, and uh, Chapa, yeah. but yeah, hey, good ass match though. Uh, I would not be surprised if it's MSK because they've just come in on all cylinders. Yeah, that's where I'm thinking too. It's like, dude, these guys are hot as shit, and but at the same time. Somebody over there loves, fucking loves the grizzled young veterans. Um, I'm thinking that's a Shawn Michaels thing, NXT UK. That's what I'm thinking too. Yeah, Shawn Shawn knows talent. I mean, these guys are an old school. They're the English version of the revival, is what I call them, because they have that like yeah. heelish shit. Like, oh, that's cheating. And they're like, no, that's just fucking good wrestling, baby. <laughs> that's just good wrestling. Like, I hate them, but they're they're, they're fucking great. Oh god, this is difficult. I hope I'm not wrong, but yeah, I'm going with MSK. If fucking the grizzled young veterans win, I'm gonna be mad. I'm not gonna be mad. We're but gonna I'm take gonna our mad. shoes off. Hey, <laughs> goddamn shoes! I hate Gibson, you motherfucker. Mike, um, the tag champs in NXT right now. I'm sorry. Can you just remind me? I'm you know what? I forgot bit. myself. Um, oh my! Isn't is it still Imperium? It's Imperium. Or was it Breezango? No, 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 no. Um, the current champ. Oh no, only Lorcan and Danny Birch. Oh shoot, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. McAfee's team. Okay, it's so if Grizzled Young Veterans win, that is a heel team going against them. So I, you know what? The only reason why I wouldn't go with MSK is just because I know them as Desmond Xavier and Zachary Wentz, and it's very hard to call them Wesley and Nash Eppin Carter. So, <laughs> you know, Wesley. but and they're. <laughs> I know. They're they're really pushing them very much. And I really like them as the Rascals. I like them teaming as this MSK now. And I've really just enjoyed their work. So, ah, it's a tough one because I think Grizzled Young Veterans are a great team as well. And if you put them against Oni and Danny, it's actually something that we've seen before for the NXT UK Tag Team Championship. So there's a renewed rivalry, if you will, there. But, you know, they're red hot. So I, too, am going to go with MSK, Wesley and Nash Carter. All right. Uh, and we still don't know what MSK uh, actually stands for. They haven't even announced it yet? Jesus. They, we don't even know what they stand for? Let's smoke kush. Yeah, we, we've come up with our own definitions, but they haven't made an, an official one yet. Hey, God bless. I mean, I mean, look at Zachary once, for God's sake. I believe... Moses is still king. Which one is... Um, <laughs> which one is... 
<laughs> he's Nash Carter, right? Zachary Wentz. Uh, yes. Okay. Look at Zachary Wentz, man. He's doing the damn thing. Kimberly is his wife over there in Impact Wrestling, and now he's living the dream. You know what I'm saying? God bless. You know what? I I knew Kimberly was with somebody, but I couldn't remember who it was. Yeah, they're married. Nice. Okay. Uh, triple threat match for the NXT Women's Championship for me. Got to be Tony Storm, but uh, Io Shirai defending against Tony and Mercedes Martinez. See, I want to be Io. I'll tell you that. I want to see Mercedes Martinez win. See, that's where this is like. This is one of those things where it's you brought Mercedes back from attempting her on in retribution, and thank God for that not actually keeping. Yep. But Tony Storm is like, how can you not look at her and think world champion? And I mean, in a lot of ways, I say the same thing about Mercedes. So it's like this is another one that's super difficult, but. I think it's three-year full circle, the whole Tony Storm beating Io Shirai in the Mae Young. Tony Storm will win it. But, but, I guarantee you the first fucking match is going to be a one-on-one between her and Mercedes. Yeah. Uh, Mike? Uh, the reason I like, I, you know what it is too, because as someone who has seen her work a lot on the Northeast and just have incredible matches, I love me Sir Mercedes Martinez. I think it's about damn time that they signed her. And also the fact that, you know, not wanting to do retribution, she's like, no, it's okay. I'm cool. I'll go back to NXT. I'm actually very much fine with that. And instead Trust of wearing... me, there's a lot of people that were like, no, I'm cool. Can I go back? Yeah. yeah can I go yeah, back? This is shit. This is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> um, um I think it's a case of she's the veteran. I think what's great about her role there is she's there to help a lot of the young girls. And in this case, like Moses said, Tony Storm and Io, and, uh, Io Shirai, excuse me, evolution. You know what I'm saying? All comes full circle. So I think Tony Storm. Uh, I think Mercedes would rather put people over without looking like an idiot. Exactly. So I'm going to say Tony Storm becomes the new NXT Women's Champion. And, hey, we got Kaylee Ray over there in the NXT UK Women's Championship. Oh, yes, and I'm going to say this right now. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Dude, Mako Satamora is going to go over there this week. As we're recording this today, as the Mako Satamora episode where she's going to be on NXT UK. Sweet. Nice. Okay. Uh, stick with the women for the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. It's Dakota Kai Oof. and Raquel Gonzalez versus Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart. Dakota and Raquel. It's either this yeah. or they're dead. Um, Raquel has been treated very much like MSK. Just win, 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 win. Mm-hmm. Well, they've been pushing the hell out of Raquel Gonzalez with all these, you know, wins for them and just her looking like a badass. Uh, I, I know Shotzi Blackheart, a lot of our favorites, including Mr. Travis the Walker Anderson uh-huh. and Ember mm-hmm. Moon. Hey, man, Ember Moon being all bootylicious, you know what I'm saying? Lovely Lady Lumps, my humps, my lovely Lady Lumps. Taking back to Black Eyed Peas, man. Dare I say Miss New Booty. I'm talking about Bubba Sparks and the Yin Yang Twins. So in this particular scenario, I have to say the heel tag team wins in Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez because they've been pushing them to the moon, baby. So I got to go. To the moon. Yeah, I got to go. Also, uh, Dakota has never won shit, and she should have done. Dude. When she was in the NXT UK Women's Championship Tournament, man, I was happy for her. Then I think she got hurt again. She's had a lot of injuries like Miss Tegan Knox has. So I think Dakota Kai is going to finally get that shine, and Raquel Gonzalez wins. Wine. So yeah, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. And uh, and speaking of To the Moon, of course, (laughs) Cameron Grimes is now rich because he invested in GameStop. (laughs) You know what that reminds me of? 
Remember when uh, Jamie Noble got that inheritance and him and Nydia were rich, baby? We got to go to Applebee's to celebrate. Remember that? Yeah, with a family reunion. <laughs> that was so good. Cameron Grimes, he fucking pulls up in the limo. He's all, you boys know how to park this thing? <laughs> fucking cuz in. Uh, he said, I sat at home and said, you know what I did? I found video games and I just figured, I don't even need a pro wrestler no more. I'm just going to start playing video games and... Then I thought I'd invest in GameStop, and and then and then I found out that dogs have money, so I betted in dog coin. It's fucking Doge. It's Doge, you moron. You fuck. Oh, I love it. You know that reminds Vigi me. Vigi Games. Vigi I love it. It's when they said Vigi Games, I fucking died. You know I was that, like, God damn it, I missed you. You know what that reminds me of? When, when, the, when the club, when Carl Anderson and... um. Lou Gallows were talking about their experience with the Honky Tonk Man. And he said, the Honky Tonk Man gave us some advice before we went to WWE. He said, if I see y'all sell one move, I'm going to be so mad at y'all. That's what Carl Anderson doing the Honky Tonk Man voice. That kind of reminds so me of it, it reminds me of Stan Marsh buying a weed farm. Because now we got integrity. Oh, yes. Uh, okay, I'm guessing it's going to be the main event. Finn Balor defending the NXT title against Peter Doon. Oh, Lord. I can't wait. Oh. I, I believe the NXT title will be defended at WrestleMania this year. Which begs the question mm-hmm. who they want walking into Mania as NXT champion. Obviously, Finn Balor is kind of the bigger name. But it's high time for Pete Dunne to get it. So, I honestly could I go either way. time. I mean, no, and I'm with you. I'm I'm 100% with you because the reality is, is we're we're looking at it and we're like, okay, it, it looks like Finn because Finn's a name. He was on the main, blah 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 blah. But who's been putting on those matches? Who's been putting on gold all the time? Fucking Pete. Pete's been doing work. I think Pete impressed somebody enough to where either they're gonna set him up with a, my thing is maybe an outside like a like a main roster challenger. Or it's just going to be a rematch. Yeah. I'd, I'd put more money on a rematch. So with that, I'm going Pete. Oh, I was thinking the other way. Like, Balor retains, but Pete gets another match at Mania. Okay, well, I, I'm hoping... Okay, here's my... Um, because I'm fantasy booking, and that's what I love to do with my life. Um, they don't have anything to do with Daniel Bryan. True. Like Daniel Bryan's going to... He looks like he's got nothing to do. I... If, unless you give me Daniel Bryan and Matt Riddle, which I don't think is going to happen, I want Daniel Bryan against Pete Dunne for the NXT title at WrestleMania. Oh, damn. Hmm. Give him what he really wants. Daniel wants to work with the young guys. He wants to work with these kids in NXT. He's said it. He's even fucking said it in fucking Total Bellas. He, this is what he wants. He wants to be his last matches to be great matches that put over young, up-and-coming talent. Guys from NXT and guys on the main roster you don't know were his exact words. It, let's make this fucking happen, baby. Um, Mike? I, I still... I got this. Yeah, go ahead, Des. I'm sorry. I'm, I mean, I'm leaning towards Balor, but I'm still in two minds. I want Pete Dunne to win, but I got to go Skinny Finney retains on this one and we get the rematch, you know? I mean, it's going to be good nonetheless, but Skinny Finney's been doing the damn thing as, you know, the Prince and the Finn Balor. I love it, man. So I got to go Skinny Finney to retain. I just like saying Skinny Finney. Finn Balor. Skinny Finney. 
Skinny finish. I'll be retaining finish. my NXT title and going to WrestleMania, so I will. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> with that being said, I'll be going with Finn Balor. There you go. There it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> that, that, there the way, it is. That's the tweet. As soon as we were talking about Southern accents, too, you know what really came into my mind? The water boy. Vicky Valancourt. Bobby Boucher. I'll thank you later properly. Thank you. <laughs> like, like, literally, Vic, uh, Bobby Boucher and Vicky Valancourt came right into my head as soon as we were talking about Trevor Lee. You and your goddamn Adam Sandler references, Moses Marquez. Love Adam Sandler, goddamn. So you've never yep. seen these before, either. Yeah, that would be a first time for me as well. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate what you're showing me right now. <laughs> you know, no Colonel Sanders, you're wrong. Mama's right. <laughs> uh, well, love it. there it is. Two sets of predictions. And there is more to come next week. Oh, yeah. Don't you just love yeah. Mania season? What the hell have they even announced for the Elimination Chamber so far? Hold on. Oh, so it's the Mac Chamber match. Okay, which, by the way, you made me laugh because, yes, all these guys are over 40 years. Yeah, literally, Miz has only just turned 40, but he's still 40, which is hard to believe, actually. Well, looking at this card. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean, well, he started in 06 with WWE. I know 04 was. That still blows my fucking mind. I know. Well, his first friggin' match on the main roster, he beat Tatanka, for God's sake. (laughs) Fucking Tatanka. But yeah, no, looking at this chamber match, like I think that's going to be really good. And of course, we progress with the Fiend thing with Randy Orton. And I mean, Oscar Lacey Evans, okay. And Bobby Lashley and Keith Lee and Riddle. It's like they're really the only two I'm looking forward to is the chamber match and how that goes in the U.S. title. Oscar Lacey Evans, what the fuck ever. Um, obviously, Roman's on the poster, so he's going to be doing something, but I have no idea who he's going to be working with now. Are they going to do two chamber matches, dude? I mean, I know of. the head of the table wouldn't appreciate that, <laughs> Let me see how close Fastlane is. Oh my god. You know what Fastlane is? You know what the date of it is? It's March, I believe. Two weeks before Mania? It's March 21st, so it's one month right after the Elimination Chamber. Exactly. One month. Um, This is also, Elimination Chamber will be the final event on the American version of WWE Network before it goes to Peacock. Peacocks. 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 No, it doesn't. Goddamn NBC buying everything. Yeah. You know what's interesting? You know what's interesting about Peacocks? Two things come to my mind. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air with Carlton singing Peacocks. You know what I'm saying? He's wearing the Peacock outfit. And also, I went to, I went to school with a girl named Kelsey Peacock, man. So that kind of sticks out in my mind. Nice. Fair enough. <laughs> hey, man. Recognize. Um, well, it is time for us to tap out and bid you adieu. Um, but Mike, you said you wanted to say something first. Yes. Okay, so as you guys know, the original bout was supposed to be Moses and I. I'll be honest with you. I effed up. My mind space has not been the best. My mental health has not been the best. And I can officially say that I am getting help. And I've said my apologies. I've said my sorrows to the Max team and all the people that I have hurt and all the people that I have done wrong and all the people that I really have just, you know, disappointed. And for that, I am truly sorry. And don't be afraid to say that you have help because myself, I bottle a lot of stuff inside, stress-related stuff, mental health stuff, a lot of feelings coming up. And personally, I was not myself. I didn't recognize myself and I was not the friend. I was not the person that you guys get to know as Michael Larkin because behind this voice and behind being the podcast machine, my name is Michael Christopher. 
Christopher Larkin. And I am a human being. I'm not a machine. I am made of flesh and the whole nine. So I just want to say if you have a problem, don't bottle it up. Go out and say that you have a problem. Admit it. Own up to it. And just get some help. You know what I'm saying? You're not weak. It actually makes you stronger. And I'm in the process of doing that. And I'm starting off on a good first step. And I look forward to uh, progressing with my path and in my journey. So all I'm saying is if you have a problem, speak up and get help. All right. Nice. Okay, now it's time for us to tap out and bid you adieu. So before we do go, remember to like and follow Max Wrestling on Facebook, subscribe on YouTube, and follow us at Max Wrestling UK on Twitter and Instagram. We're also on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and Castbox. Cast Bizarre! Everybody is officially awake. And Anchor.fm. <laughs> That's what happens when you do this show from your computer, goddammit, and you're not sitting on your bed. I am awake. I just went back in my chair, you know what I'm saying? Feeling good. <laughs> and if that wasn't enough, you can find us on Wrestling with Wrestling every single week. Thank you to Andre Corbeil, Weirdo One with all graphics and no charisma. You can find me at the Captain 512 You can find Travis at Walker underscore TA92, even though he's on hiatus. And Twitch, don't make your dick itch. It makes Vince's dick itch. So don't be a wanker and check out Anchor with Moses Marquez. Yeah, I'm right. That's actually kind of one of the reasons why Pat McAfee might not be back in uh, NXT. You didn't hear that from me anyway. That's right. Twitch is going to be big. We're going to be popping it off soon. March, the not the first, what uh, whatever. Beginning March, Twitch streaming is going to be coming back. It's going to be a regular thing. It's probably going to be like every Tuesday. And every Tuesday, it's going to be like a, a decided game. I'm going to have however many people are going to be watching. I'm going to have them help me decide which retro game we're going to play. We're either going to play some PS2 or we're going to play some N64. And that's just how it's going to be. Raw and Nitro are happening. It, that's what it is right now. I don't have We don't have a pay-per-view coming up. We just got done doing, uh, what was it, Mind Games. So we're in fucking limbo right now. The next one coming up is Halloween Havoc. So that's like a good six weeks away from where we're at. So hopefully you guys enjoy this next one that comes out because Jesus Christ, this was one of the fucking hardest nitros I have ever had to watch. I'm looking forward to the video games. Oh yeah, the video games. <laughs> uh, and it, well, it may not be the best week to uh, say who you've been talking to, Mike, but who you've been talking to. I haven't been talking to no guy. But, <laughs> no, but at all, but all I see, no, no. I got to no, I will say there's going to be some stuff coming, but I mean, I'm going to be balancing out, you know, <laughs> helping myself, which is first and most important before podcasting. Yes. But uh, there's going to be some stuff here and there. So I have I'm working on some stuff. But yeah, no, you're going to see some more. I mean, the LFC podcast, I will say the last two episodes did come out. The The last two episodes featured uh, LFC supporter and adult star Miss Jasmine LeFleur. And we talked a lot about uh, LFC. Oh, and I know. Yeah, okay. And also uh, LFC webmaster Van Trin, and he has his new channel out now called MMA Van, which he interviewed Dat Win, who just had a big bout at Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship. So he got to interview Dat, and we talked about LFC and everything that goes into LFC from a technological standpoint and everything encompassed with LFC. So check that out wherever you get all your audio platforms at LaundryFC.com and, of course, on Andre Corbeil's WrestlingWrestling.com. And just remember, I'm the guy who sucks and has no charisma. Hey, hey. Lovely. Hey, hey. Lovely. Oh, oh. And yes. join us. Next week. Next week. 
for more predictions. This time the first of two pit stops on the road to WrestleMania, Elimination Chamber, plus the return of Robert Davis in promo exhibition against Cypher. And that's the bottom line. Goodbye. Mwah. And good night. Bye. Max Wrestling. All graphics, no charisma. Obi Trice. Real name, no gimmicks. Ficky, ficky. <laughs>